Welcome to episode nine. Are you tired of Van Halen yet? Because we are about to get started on another album, the For Unlawful Carnal Knowledge, or Carnial, uh, but better off known as the F-U-C-K record. Um, if you never picked up on that, I think I hope that everyone would have by now. Um, you know, it's it's the first uh, uh, Van Halen record of the 90s, and um you know, not sure, uh, you know, what everyone thinks about that, but it's definitely, you know, uh, changing times around Van Halen. I believe uh, David Lee Roth also released an album this year, Eat Him and Smile. No, um, uh, A Little Late Enough was uh, 1991 as well. Uh, probably his last album for all intents and purposes, considering his next album, I think, was just a... Um, was it just like a, uh, a, a, like a cabriolet or something, something weird. Um, so, you know, this was definitely a changing time. I mean, you were, um, uh, Nirvana was, uh, right around the corner. I mean, the whole grunge thing was just about to take hold. And so this is kind of almost the last blast, um, in some ways for many of the bands. Did it happen to Van Halen? Did they have their last blast? Are they done? Let's find out. Episode nine, F-U-C-K. Alex, kick it off. What do you think? Where does this record rank for you? Yeah, uh, this is a cool, this is an interesting record. I, I dig this one. This is one that, you know, the, the hits on this are huge, like Pound Cake, Run Around, Right Now, Top of the World, huge, huge songs. But uh, as probably no surprise to listeners that have got this far, the uh, real reason why I got into this record is because of the the technically the record that uh, comes after it, which is the live right here, right now show, just because I kind of wore out that DVD as a kid and really got me into this record, uh, especially more of the deep cuts like Man on a Mission and In and Out and what else was on your pleasure dome it was was also another really cool one that i really dug from that from that live record so yeah i, I think we can all agree uh better production I, I think on this record than the last one especially when we're talking about bass uh i think mike uh, you mm-hmm. know he's got that he's got that uh ernie ball music man bass coming in eddie's got his coming in so i think you can hear it a lot better and great backing vocals good atmosphere on this one i really like that they sort of it, almost in a way that I think about it, sort of kind of copied a Rush thing in a way. Uh, I think I, I brought this up earlier where, you know, Rush kind of in the early to mid not, mid 80s started going synth and that's kind of when Van Halen did. And then late night, late 80s, early 90s, Rush, you know, if you think about like a Presto or a Counterparts started going a little bit more old school again, you know, kicking the synths out. And if anything, they're adding actual piano. And, and that's what it sounds like Van, uh, Van Halen did here. So, yeah, this is a cool record. Uh, it's kind of interesting where it stands to me. It, it's not my favorite of the Van Hagar era. I think it maybe kind of sits somewhere in the middle. Uh, I don't know what I would give it. Maybe uh, Maybe an eight, I think pretty good it's pretty good well i'm thinking i'm thinking i'm, I'm trying to go back because I, I think where where did i keep i did 5150 i think i did eight and a half ou812 i did seven and a half and i think you know, you know the foreign lawful carnal knowledge record is it's tough it, it's a little bit yeah i'd say like eight eight and a half kind of around the same same as the 5150 record i like it a little bit more than ou812 just i think production wise is cool but and it's a little bit more cohesive i think so yeah i think i'll stick with that fair uh next up uh chris that's you where does this record stand for you um 
Again, uh, a lot of strong songs on here, but uh, I will admit uh, this is a very long record <laughs> time-wise. There's, there's a lot of, I mean, most of the songs on here are over five minutes. Uh, I think two or three of them actually go almost six, seven minutes. And sometimes um, they, you kind of feel that a little bit. There were moments where I kind of had to, especially on the second uh, side of the record, where I really had to... Uh, not that they're not great songs, but again, sometimes it's like, okay, you probably could have cut that out. You probably could have limited that a little bit. Um, but yeah, this record does have two of my favorite songs on here, um, which I'll save for later. But uh, so, uh, and again, it's a little, it's a strip, it's more stripped on. It's not uh, that 80s, uh, yeah, kind of, oh, yeah, super synthy kind of bubblegum pop that you got on the uh, on the first two Sammy records. Um, but you do now have that new, 90s production style that I think I talked about last time. You started to see it a little bit uh, towards the end of, I think, OU812. Uh, that very kind of, yeah, little, like, 90s shimmery guitar. Um, yeah, that's hard to... I think Alex also brought it up as far as that that early 90s rush sound. Very shimmy, kind of guitar, uh, overdriven guitar. Uh, the bass is very much kind of out front, uh, a little bit more... Um, yeah, a little bit more interesting too. Here you can kind of like again. It wasn't until this record, as far as a Sammy record, where I kind of paid attention to the bass a little bit more. Um, but uh, yeah, um, yeah. As far as yeah, the songwriting again. Yeah, this is definitely uh, a song record versus just a, a kind of an Eddie guitar record. Not that it is more stripped down and more guitar oriented, but uh, um, uh, but you still have that. Uh, um, yeah, even that little bit. I, I guess at this point, even with Sammy, it was hard to get away from the uh, as far as the yeah, where it doesn't necessarily sound like a uh, like a shot live in the studio, but like okay, this is much more of a rock and roll versus uh, kind of pop rock. Uh, and yeah, I'll probably give it uh, uh, again because it's not as uh, consistent for me like OU812 is but uh, I'll probably give it a 7 just because it has again a couple of my favorite all overall Van Halen songs in it so I'll, I'll give it a passing grade <laughs> Yeah, okay. I'll give it a 7 out of 10 uh, Alex you were 8 or 7.5? Yeah I went with 8 on this one I think it sits right in the middle maybe between 5150 and OU812 so I, I'll stick with 8 for now it could change who knows okay yeah um so me my opinions um here's a record that you know i'll talk more about the context of the uh the the band uh, the, the album within the discography here um obviously they had probably heard from the critics at this point that you know they were tired of the synths and maybe they were they wanted to get back to basics and obviously it wasn't alone as both chris and alex mentioned um in the industry and in, in in that kind of thinking with these types of bands um and i, I took, kind of took a look back at the discography obviously van halen's first synth usage if you remember our episode um was woman and children first uh which is more of a guitar sounding synth on uh i believe it was in the credible rock right yeah. was that my correct yep. on that yeah, and uh, and I don't think we saw a synth again until the uh, opener of 1984, being 1984, and the album had what I guess you consider two and a half synth songs on that album. Um, you know, let's just count 1984, uh, the song itself as a half. Uh, 5150, you had three. Oh, you went two, you had three, and um, F.U.C.K. they had zero. Um, so, um, you know, okay. So Kevin's telling me fair warning and diver down had some too. Maybe you'll have to point them. I'm, I'm thinking like synth songs, like this is a synth track. 
Right, yeah, I don't think... Yeah. Yeah, that's true, at yeah, the beginning, yeah, yeah the ping-ponging, uh, yeah, effect, yeah, the... Yeah, you're right, yeah, there isn't really on this record as far as just full-out... I mean, I don't even count yeah. right now because it's just the piano. I mean, it's obvious that they just want yeah, to. Yeah, that's you could say something. that's almost. Yeah, you could say that's almost traditional um, mm -hmm. as far as a, a non-guitar driven. Yeah. Uh, uh, but the thing is, like, it's it's not yeah. even like traditional like Elton John piano. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I mean, it's 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 more rock. Yeah, I mean, it's almost mm -hmm. Van. You could say it's just Van Halen. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, piano. it's, it's yeah. a little <laughs> Queen sounding. It's definitely um, got sure. a little bit of Queen yeah. there. But um, you know, it's just I just thought for all the crap that that is thrown their way for being since. I mean, I was saying two and a half, three, three, and then maybe like a half song on Diver Down or whatever. I mean, mm -hmm. I, that's not a lot of synth songs. And so no. for them to go and say, let's return to our roots, um, it's almost kind of like, well, you know, why don't you just kind of stick with what was working? If it was working, maybe spread it out a little bit more. So I right. feel like in a way, this album maybe suffers a little bit from the lack of synths and wanting to get back to the roots. Not that it is bad, but there's just something that no. isn't there. They're, they're trying to do it. And yeah, I think it might be the production for me. Maybe you guys it, can help me find it throughout it, this. But it doesn't have that, like that raw sound, that raw not, energy. It sure. sounds more produced. It's got, it's more chorusy and round. And I don't right. know that. Like it's like it's, again, it's, everyone brought their professionalism, but I'm not sure if I that's enough for me to give it uh, a success on that. So I'm gonna say it's still better than 0812, but I might start <laughs> at a. 6.5 and we'll take it from there hmm. okay Kevin. yeah so me uh last one wrapping it up here i'm almost glad of this opportunity <laughs> um so so um i'm gonna give it a two no yeah. no definitely not i i i'm on the higher side of this record but it does it's not without its downfalls i i kind of understand your issues with the production too I find it's dramatically improved over OU812. I'd take this mm -hmm. production any day. But if you are looking to get back to a raw guitar kind of album, then it is a little, you know, it is a little chorusy. You still have the harmonizer going on here mm -hmm. and things like that. Yeah, and, and there is quite a bit of reverb bouncing around among some of the instruments. Um, I don't think in this case that lowers my score like OU812 where I just started panning the production as we went through the album but I, I understand that I also found when I was listening to it that um, it's it's much more for me when I was listening to it uh, a riff driven mm -hmm. album rather than some of the solos sure there are some great solos on here but when I think about the songs I think about the riffs that come on here so, you know, so plus side on the riffs, but on the other side, you know, the, there aren't a lot of solos that I want to learn on this album. So that's kind of one of the negatives about it. I'm still feeling like the songwriting is there overall. Mm -hmm. So I, I, that's the thing. It's like the songs come together well, and there's so many huge songs on this album. And I think that the band is still bringing their A game overall. And it's definitely, yeah. in my mind, a step up from OU812. And I, I get what you're saying about the synths. Like, okay, maybe they didn't have to abandon it completely. Um, but I think they did take a lot of what I had issues with OU812 and improved them. So I'm going to give this a solid That's 8 nice. out of 10. Okay. okay. Not a lot of room to uh, rise there, so 
Uh, Chris 7, Mark 6.5, Kevin 8, Alex 8. Those are our starting opinions. Uh, it's interesting being that this is a 1991 album. Um, kind of, again, on that precipice of this type of music. Basically, they kick-started it. Uh, I think you could argue that they definitely set the template um, for what was to come. And now, uh, does this do a good job of closing it off on the track-by-track? Track? There's 11 of these, uh, so we got to make sure we're not going to spend too much time on each of these. Uh, you know, some of them are pretty uh, uh, inconsequential, I think, in my opinion, but uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, let's start it off. Started there uh, with that kind of very metallic, minor-sounding riff in the pre-chorus, going into the chorus. I always loved it when they did that, uh, yeah, because it just showed, yeah, when they wanted to really kind of compete with other like heavier bands, yeah, they could, they had the ability, uh, even though they were a more melodic band. But uh, uh, yeah, I always thought that was yeah, kind of a, a unique little, I guess, Van Halen, because uh, again, a lot of other like non-metal bands. I mean, they usually would kind of stay in their lane. Um, but then you'd have bands like Van Halen that would sometimes throw in that kind of like, wow, that sounds like a uh, yeah, uh, a very kind of uh, as far as the people they were inspiring. Uh, uh, not that not the, that being a diss, it was just cool that they kind of incorporated that in a, in a unique way. Uh, you know, with, with it, that part yeah. there, that I also love what was played with that callback between Sammy and uh, Eddie. That uh, yeah. da, 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 no. uh, that yeah. just really is shows some of the chemistry that you really saw much more with Dave and Eddie. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think we talked early on about uh, a specific callback. I can't remember what which one that was, but I mean, it, it definitely has a um, you know uh, that it works and it didn't work often in the Sammy era. But uh, you know, if you're looking for a return to the roots, that's I think one of the more hidden ways of doing that. Um, uh, with this album, I'm just not sure if this track really says, you know, if I if I threw this on, I'd say, well, yeah, it's, uh, in terms of mine all mine all mine compared to this one, that's uh, a big difference. But I don't know if I would say, okay, yeah, all right, it's ni- it's 1979 again, 1980. Here we are, Van Halen. I'm not sure if it does that for me, and I still can't place why. Hmm. I think. The, yeah, I mean, this is yeah. this is still a Sammy. I mean, yeah, again, yeah, you can still. This is a very much a Sammy song. I mean, with a shimmering kind of melodic sensibilities but uh mm-hmm. uh but yeah i still think i mean again the the, the riffs are melodic and interesting and they kind of get they're hooky yeah again that's one of those heavy hook songs uh and yeah combined with the vocals and ever and the uh and the backing vocals yeah i think it's yeah, it's yeah it's a it's a cool song yeah again it's probably a great live song yeah let's too. get it in uh, oh well speaking of live i want to get this in here now uh, the, right, yeah. the, 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 the live performance of this song that you need to check mm-hmm. out is i think the mtv yeah. music video awards if oh, i'm wow. not mistaken incredible 
Uh, it was 91 or 92, I think. Is that the CC de Villiers? I don't keep tra- tabs on that. <laughs> that, that, might, that, might, that might have been, yeah. Let me take my, 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 okay, my poison yeah, yeah. Uh, Rolodex, yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah. It, it's kind of funny because he's just, the band is on fire. And, you know, it's they're getting a little mm-hmm. up there at this point. But even mm-hmm. still, they can bring it on a live show, yeah. which which is great to see. You know, it's like, sure, they may be past their their you know their peak in terms of age when everybody releases their huge music you know that 20s to 30s but they're getting up there and they're still bringing it live um i I like the bass on this song i have to say that i know it's just like some notes and it's just but it goes on and i could not play that for the life of me yeah like for five and a half minutes straight and and there's some great little fills in there and sliding up the fretboard and things mm-hmm. like that. I have no right. idea how you have the stamina to do that, you know, in 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 this right. song at all. Yeah, does Mike finger pick or is he? Uh, I never paid yeah, attention. He, yeah. yeah, he's playing with his fingers. He does. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's that's interesting. You you mentioned that, Kev, because I was going to comment on the bass as well. I think it's really interesting where if you listen closely. I don't know what note it is. It's maybe like a like an open A, but during that chorus, Mike is basically just sort of pedaling like one note the whole time when Eddie's changing chords underneath it. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting because your brain almost wants to think like, well, why isn't Mike changing the root notes along with Eddie's chords? Like, it's, I'm getting a little nerdy here, but I feel like he could have changed some of those notes to maybe like fit the chords with the melody and stuff, but he just kind of lets it pedal through and it works. It sounds kind of cool. And like eventually towards the tail end of the chorus, he switches notes a little bit, but yeah, the bass is really cool on the song. And yeah, I like the fills, the octave slides and yeah, of course the yeah. famous drill at the beginning, like that's a cool way to open up the record. Like, Oh, here's a, I, I, I don't know if I would say he's reinventing guitar here. I mean, that is something new, but it's just he's just using like a drill and putting it up against right. the strings and stuff. Right. But well, yeah. Paul Gilbert was doing that yeah. around the same time. Yeah, too. and I guess I mean if you look at like Steve Stevens with like the laser noise and stuff, like you know people <laughs> yeah. are using objects and making cool noises and stuff. So yeah, but it, it, I love the way he incorporated it into the solo too, though. Yes. When you see him and, play the solo, yes. he'll throw it in there, just like yep. and you almost don't know it, but it's in there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a, that. Now that he just like it's not just oh we'll do this as an opener and then we'll never do it again. It's like yeah, I'm gonna dedicate you know another okay. part to it so Agreed. for sure yeah I, lo- I i liked it in the uh in the solo but yeah i don't know maybe in the beginning i thought it was kind of i don't know maybe a little gimmicky but again it's just my personal opinion but i sure. liked it yeah later in the song as part of uh yeah yeah and that chorus uh, yeah. is Didn't so really think huge. this song plods a little bit uh i don't know i mean there's a lot yeah, of plotting going along. Yeah, yeah there's a lot like i said in my opening statements i mean there's a uh, there's a lot, a lot of kind of plotting moments on here. I guess supposedly, from what I was reading, this was started out as a double album, and then they had to kind of whittle it down. So and you can kind of sense, oh, wow. yeah, as far as yeah, incorporating ideas. Well, if there's right. anything, there's no shortage of ideas. At least we know that. No, of course not. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I don't know if it plods. Maybe it's a touch long, but I, I I've always liked it mm-hmm. as the opener. I think yeah, it's I think a they're... huge opener. It's in your face. I think it's a better like opener that. than mine all mine. I think I would That's say. For sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, this I is like a, mine yeah, all mine is an opener. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, this, yeah, this is a hit. I mean, definitely. I mean, it's got the great chorus. I mean, the verses are great. This is it. Yeah, this is where Sammy kind of locks in with the rest of the band, and it's just yeah, all around. Uh, 
Well, um, here's here's an interesting thought I had on this album listening to it. It's almost uh, like somebody, uh, you know, it's like Alex's point last record about I would reorder these songs, travel back into time, and then Van Halen is like, okay, we need to rethink how we order these songs because <laughs> on F-U-C-K, all of the rockers are up front and all of the, you know, softer or more... You know, I don't think there are any wuss tracks on this album, but there's definitely, uh, um, you know, more melodic or more kind of peppy, happy, summery songs mm-hmm. are, you know, almost like they would be synth songs are on the back of the album. So it's almost like they're like, oh, we got to shuffle it up again based on OU812 and, um, you know, what Alex will think in 2020 <laughs> like on, on this <laughs> album, because like it definitely has that, uh, um, you know, we're not going to mess around up front here. We're, we're going to bring it right off the bat. Sure. And speaking of which, let's move on to uh, Judgment Day. that mike sounds a bit different on this record vocal wise yeah the yeah background def- lyrics sound or the background vocals just sound different yeah they sound a little, a little air a little airier and a little thinner but eh, i think it works yeah, yeah i never okay, so here's my thought here on this track that who else is on board with flipping this one and pound cake? Uh, this is the opener. And I'll put my argument out there that Ooh. I love the way 5150 opened with grade A US Prime, like the inverse, but mine all mine opening with when the full band comes in. Um, uh, what was it? Uh, Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. Um, and Judgment Day opening, it's life, get off my ass, get out of my face. Like, what a <laughs> killer. Like, like that's the oh, yeah. Van Halen, that's that Van Hagar tradition. It's just to open with those, that, that when the full band comes in, man, they 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 put a lyric right there that's, that's ready for it. You know, that's and, not uh, bad. And I feel like yeah. if the album opened here, that would be cool. I think you'd have to take off the intro of Pound, Pound Cake, though. I, I don't know. I, maybe right. not. But or or make make some kind of yeah well yeah that's that's possible I I was gonna make a comment of here we have a number two song a song in the two slot that's not about love and Mark made that comment on the last two albums too early for love yeah too early for love and here it's right in your face you know it's one of the burners of the album track too so we definitely notice a change in this album I love the way. That 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 chorus just reminds me of the the clouds parting and the sun shining through. You have this yeah. really aggressive verse, mm-hmm. you know, that that works. Da, 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 and then suddenly, 
like the sun just ah yeah right. <laughs> I, I love that part of the song it just makes that whole song yeah, right yeah it's definitely kind of a, a spilling your guts kind of lyrical yeah, especially in the uh in that pre-chorus there yeah this song i know we were gonna s- save as far as our opinions for later but yeah this song just, just yeah kicks butt yeah it's <laughs> would you uh yeah would, would, yeah would you guys agree this is probably one of the heaviest songs they ever recorded as far I would as say so i mean this i mean i don't yeah. think i mean as far as Banks might be. Oh, I, I don't know about that, but yeah. No, but I'm, I'm, I'm talking yeah. about pure metallic. Um, even the beginning, like you said, is, and I, I kind of agree with what Mark was saying. Maybe flipping the pound cake with this because the intro is very much almost like something's about to happen. Like you're kind of opening the doors. It's a very building kind of like, oh wow, what's going on? Okay, and then all of a sudden it just launches into the into the main riff, which is again is about as metal I think as Van Halen ever got. Mm-hmm. And unchained, uh, I guess. Yeah, that too. I think this. I mean, I think this is heavier. Actually, I think just because the faster. Yeah, it is, but yeah, because it's just like yeah, just kind of where yeah, the guitars are are heavy. I mean, this is one of the few times where you don't really notice a lot of as far as the at least on the last couple of Van Hagar records, the production on here it just sounds like a metal guitar. Yeah, I mean, Unchained is the song that I mentioned. That that's the song that you want people to see you listening to because it's cool. This is more of a headbanger song. That's a different kind of cool. So, Alex, your thoughts? Yeah, I I love this song. This is again one of my favorite deep cuts uh, on the record. I, I would consider it a deep cut. Uh it is an interesting point about flipping this for pound cake. I would have never thought about that before, but I can I, I absolutely see it working. I think that's cool. Kind of like on OUA12 where where I thought that AFU should have opened up record. I sort of get a similar thought process uh to back up your point. So I I do think that's cool, but yeah, this is a super cool song. This is the one I was—I think I was talking about in the last episode, or maybe to Kevin on the side. But this is one where I actually prefer the live right here, right now version of it. If anything, just the solo. I think the solo in that version just comes out a little bit more energetic and aggressive, uh, and I think it's—I think it's a little cooler. But uh, there's another song that we'll talk about in a, a couple songs down the road where I, I prefer the studio version over the live. So, but yeah, this is cool. I really like that intro, super heavy, poundy verses. I agree with the opening up of the clouds on the chorus. Yeah, the vocal. I, I, yeah. I, I, I totally see where you're getting at. And this is another one where uh, Eddie kind of doing something. I mean, you'd have to really look for it, but at least I think on a studio record, this is like the first time Eddie ever did the thing where if you watch videos, you know what I'm talking about, where he takes both hands, but he puts them over the guitar so he's doing the two the the normal two-handed tapping technique but now he's using all of his fingers so that's where it does that really like sort of kind of weird almost like computer weird dissonant kind of tapping thing he does right before he kind of does like the chuck berry thing Mm -hmm. i always thought that was kind of cool like i remember hearing it and i'm like all right, th- this is tapping, but it sounds like even more than usual. So, like, how is he doing it? And then I watched it from the live right here, right now show, mm-hmm. and he's got two hands, and it almost looks like a fucking spider or something. It was like really cool, yeah. and I'm like, damn, I've never seen anybody do that. Like, how is he doing that? And now, of course, you see like everybody like Tosin Abasi and all these kind of more prog right. metal guys yeah. easily doing that stuff. But that was the first time I you know ever what I saw think when, that. When so. he does that, you know what I hear is I hear like he's trying to play keyboard exactly. on the guitar. Exactly. <laughs> and there was a thing like uh, during the 1984 tour, if you look up videos and stuff, and here's me nerding out, but uh, he did this thing where he made this device on his guitar, and I've seen pictures and stuff where he'll uh, 
he put like a contraption on the bottom of his guitar and it sort of abled made it so he could tilt his guitar up and have it sort of flat so he could basically play it as a keyboard and he was sort of doing the two-hand tapping like that so maybe that's the first incarnation of it but this is where i first noticed it anyway so cool sorry i got yeah, that uh, solo dialed up from uh, yeah it's live. Uh, yeah let me, let me it, play that here. Oh, okay Digging in a little deeper. This part right here. You know they were that. That's what they were from, known for. I mean, right. You know, you know what's funny about that solo? Uh, oh, go ahead, Mark. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, I was done. Okay. Uh, it's what's funny about that solo. I mean, after that kind of tapping part, the solo is actually very subtle. I mean, it's it's typical. I mean, yeah, you've got a little bit of whammy in there, but it's not like he's not really noodling around as much no. as uh, you would expect, especially on a song as kind of blistering as this. You know, I uh, will compliment Eddie on his solos on this album. Much more effort. Maybe the year off helped. Uh, sit around and come up with some new stuff because i was kind of critiquing it no u812 especially uh cabo wabo uh just being kind of <laughs> that, the bottom of the barrel in my opinion that's uh, interesting that's because solos. That's, opinions opinions yeah that's interesting <laughs> because i said that like the solos didn't draw me in as much some of them i love but some mm -hmm. of them i'm like eddie by the numbers depending oh, on you're the one who told me to learn uh, the dream is over which i learned wait 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 let's, we haven't gotten there <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's, let's get spanked. Yeah, God. it's our wedgie song. that chorus <laughs> you know it's you know it's kind of funny about this because i mean technically this should be um well not that it's su probably this is probably breaking the cheese meter as far as stuff that they uh and <laughs> it's funny the it's, needle <laughs> exactly yeah uh this should be a dated song but it's funny it's not really i mean when you because again i mean this i think the pretty much the point of the song is kind of like like the uh like the late night like sex chat commercials on yeah, TV, but you actually, numbers. yeah, you actually still see them. If uh, normal, if you're if you're up late enough, you actually this this isn't a th thing that died out with the '90s. I mean, they're still pushing this. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> you, I, I know. I, 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 I'm, I'm just telling you, yeah, yeah. Chris, what are you getting at here? Chief? Yeah, yeah you're still yeah. racking up one nine hundred numbers. numbers. Yeah, it's like yeah, I've got my list, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, what's that taped up to the wall back there? Right there yeah, I know. Oh <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Yeah, let's. Uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm uh, 
pretty upstanding, I think. But uh, <laughs> but no, it's funny. It is funny though. Yeah, that uh, yeah. I think this is. I think this is the moment where it kind of uh, the Sammy uh, trying to. I don't know if he. I mean, as, as far as I don't know if he's trying to do da- uh, a Dave ism because uh, mm. considering they're kind of yeah that they. I mean that they really are not fans of each other. But this I think is trying to push the uh, as far as the sexual innuendo into where it's not really. Yeah, it, it doesn't really. It, 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 yeah, it's not really endearing as a lot of their other songs. Cause yeah, they've got a lot of cheesy sex songs that are kind of like, oh, that's kind of fun. But this is like, it sounds like something you'd see in some like, like a Judd Apatow comedy or whatever. Yeah, where it's not. Yeah, it's not meant to be a. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like a uh, like a serious part of an of an artist catalog. It's kind of just like a goofball thing. But here we go. We have on a yeah on a Van Halen record. Yeah, kind in of one of the definitive spot. bands. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that. Yeah. And again, that chorus. I mean, it just sounds. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Was there a music video for this? I'm hoping not. I mean, would you, was there or did they? Uh, that's yeah, a good I can I, I, I can imagine that that, that that could have been one of those career-ending things. I know they played it live at the live right here, right now show, but I don't think there was like an actual uh, uh, video for it. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, but funny, but funny enough, I don't know. It does kind of put a smile on my face. So maybe I got to give it a little bit of kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like okay, they're they're having a little bit of fun here, but the fun is starting to kind of, yeah, starting to kind of yeah jump the shark a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, this is uh this is an interesting song because this is a song that Kev and I always would kind of joke about. Like this was always <laughs> like if we ever had some kind of joke like about bands kind of losing it or doing something weird or stupid, we like oh is the, is this band gonna pull a spanked? Or something yeah. like this. Like, it was always Here's one of those. Jump the shark. Yeah, it's right. always kind of like a song that we would like not really take very seriously. And, and I don't think the song is honestly meant to be taken seriously, uh, really. Right. But as a song that I didn't really care for so much when I was younger, I, I'm not going to push it up and say it's one of my favorite songs, The Elm, because no. that would be a lie. <laughs> but I really don't mind it that much no. anymore. I, I think I found sort of a like for it I, it's it's interesting where it's at that really low tuning and i want to say it's a, it sounds like a baritone guitar to me i might yeah. be wrong but i, I think that's what it, it, it is it's an e it's an e it's is, is, okay. i was gonna ask yeah that, that that like that porn sounding bass sound was that a baritone was that a guitar yeah. or was that or, a baritone I wasn't guitar. Tri- that's interesting it is. I, okay. that's interesting you yeah. bring that up <laughs> see we might we might have some uh, interesting things here because now that you mentioned yeah. that i don't know if you guys would ever go to look and i think this might have been more around the van halen three era but and I didn't watch it, so don't come coming at me. I didn't watch the video, <laughs> but just when I was in my Van Halen phase, I was looking up everything they yeah. did, and Eddie did write an instrumental piece for an adult film. I forgot. Okay. I forgot what was, it was called. I think it's like called Catherine or something like that. But he wrote an instrumental music piece was, that had ended up in some adult film, and I never saw the film. That's funny. But was this a piece that came out from that? Yeah, as I, far as... I'm a, trying uh, to remember <laughs> if it was on this album cycle. I want to say it was around oh, Van Halen 3, but he wrote it, and now it's funny that there's that, and then there's Spanked, and it's like, got some uh, some naughty naughty boys in this band over right, here. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, the no, bass... I, 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 mean, I feel like that's something that, uh, not that we want to, this is kind of one of the, I'm getting close to the forbidden topics on the sure. show, but it seems like something Gene Simmons sure. would uh, would do yeah. or encourage somebody to do, or just, I don't know, I, like, I kind of get more of a Kiss vibe. Um, you know, you might have to bleep out the 
the kiss. Um, (laughs) 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 You know, I think I'm gonna do that. Actually, leaps out. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) Uh, But like, I just, I kind of get a feeling like of those kind of lyrics with this album, and you know, maybe more so with this song um, than the others. But even, even like, you know, Pound Cake is a sex song. and and, um, you know, like, you know. Kiss had the worst of them (laughs) in a lot of ways, so maybe that's just where I go when I think of songs that aren't working lyrically. Um, I don't know, like, (laughs) like I like this song just for its moment in timeness. Like, right, like it's news to me that Chris said that these numbers still exist. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I guess going. It's it's funny, yeah. This is yeah, and this is yeah, like on the normal like like cable stations, yeah, like after midnight, you're you're gonna start seeing that cycle of. Okay, you've got your take your word for it. Like, yeah. like it, but like to me, when I hear this song, I just think, oh, that's kind of cool. Like that back when that used to happen. Sammy, what tell me that? that story. Like, yeah. you know, like okay, grabs. <laughs> like, tell me how it used to be done in 1991 because uh, yeah. that's just very weird. Yeah. Um, you know, to the point where it's written a song about. It. I mean, it's just it's a little bit different than like the dirty movies, which mm-hmm. is more or like um, uh, uh, not Pretty Woman. Um, uh, first album, um, blanking out here. On the name of it, uh, Jamie's yes. crying. You know, yeah. like they, they've yeah. done a couple of those before, but they're really more stories about an archetype of person rather than right, kind of which, just like the, the think, lewdness yeah. itself, which just kind of doesn't work as well. I think. Yeah, which, yeah, which I think in that probably it helps those songs. And here it's just yeah. kind of it comes off like a cartoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I will say, I do I think I do har- like the background yeah. vocals a lot. I don't know if that's where you were getting at, Kev. It sounded like you were about to say harmonies, but maybe I'm wrong. No, I was not actually. I, th- I was going to say the hard part. Hard but yes. Part. <laughs> no, no pun intended. This is a family show here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> have to beep, beep out a lot of this stuff. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, no, the harmonies are good in the song. But the hard part to deal with is when you realize that Sammy's like 44 yeah. during this yeah, song. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, if you're, if you're like late 20s, early 30s right. maybe okay what whatever you know i for, forgive the the topic whatever something like yeah. that but when it's like yeah it's 44 you're mm-hmm. approaching 50 it's yeah. kind of tough to swallow yeah, do, a do, little yeah, bit you, with this, these lyrics like uh, uh, i don't know and do i do like the ex- Sammy's yeah I, sure i do like the experimentation with the with the guitar and and I really don't mind the riff. It's it it does kind of have a sleazy vibe to it mm-hmm. right. that I don't yeah, mind. Right, yeah, it goes be it goes beyond a, like funk where you've got like okay okay they're doing an interesting thing with funk, but then it goes it again into that kind of like brown chicken brown rail kind of like. And that's <laughs> okay, not what you want. An with, idea that's for not, this song. And that's not what you want what with a Van Halen they, song. Yeah, <laughs> this is gonna sound kind of weird for the three slot, and I know I'm not a big fan of experiments on records, but like, what if this were like a a like a it were sitting in the eight or the nine spot or maybe even a bonus track. And it was just, um, you know, it just had the chorus or something, or it was more of an instrumental groove. And then they kind of throw that, Oh, like, yeah, this is kind of an homage to the seventies porn industry or music or whatever. <laughs> and like, that might've been like a better take on it. And it might've worked more than like this three slot goof song. Sure. Cause this the, the three slots. That's, that's your heavy hitter. A lot of times. Right. And that's yeah, well, that's I, I yeah that's that's well it's a hit or something like that that's why it's hard to hard yep. to take it this, but this I, I could a, see it as a bonus track a Japanese bonus yeah. track sure. they, yeah honestly it, that it little... that sounds good to me I like that yeah, I don't, yeah. like it, it it's fine on the record but yeah I think I think you're right and I think it would have served a little better as sort of like a bonus like kind of goof off track huh. 
right? Yeah, it's, it, it, mm -hmm. it, it does have a novelty vibe to it, too. I mean, compared to the other songs on here, which are kind of just, oh, they're just kind of classic Van Halen rockers. And then you've got this weird, like, okay, what? Uh, yeah, like, okay, what was, what were they going at? Yeah. Sure, um, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah, uh, uh, Kev, uh, yeah, do you, do you think uh, Kip could have pulled off this song better than uh <laughs> No, than I, I don't no, think that Kip could have pulled off Even this. worse? <laughs> yes, I, I don't think, because... Because the winger tried to take themselves seriously, and there's plenty of Van Halen songs that were kind of in this goofball vein, so it's a okay. little bit more up Van Halen's alley, I think. Okay, yeah, so, but, so the discussion of let's get back to the roots doesn't necessarily have to include, like, let's just goof. Um, right. You know, Sammy was never going to be able to pull that off well. Like, you know, sorry, like, this no. wasn't ever a part of his career, really, up to that point, and why would it be with Van Halen? Just because Dave was sure. a goof, like I don't think that it was Eddie and Alex that were just like, yeah, we we want a goof. No, that's why they kind of they had so well, that's that's the main reason why they had so much friction. But here we are, right. like, what eight yeah. minutes on spanked? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna yeah. say uh, unless <laughs> unless somebody wants to call one nine hundred spank, let's move on because <laughs> it's been about ten minutes. <laughs> I think we know who has already. <laughs> I, I, to be honest, I was looking forward to when we were getting to, to that one because I knew it was going to be a uh, lively discussion. I always laughed at it. I, I would always, like like Alex said, I'd always joke with him about, like, oh, yeah, I don't know what to write for lyrics, so uh, let's just write in 1900 spank. Exactly. Jot exactly. <laughs> that lyrical genius down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, All let's right, move Sammy. on to run around. Yeah. <laughs> back on my previous thought of swapping uh judgment day and pound cake i feel like you could have swapped this and pound cake put pound cake in the four spot and have this as the opener it's so open i feel like it's so um van halen-esque that it's much more of a hey we're getting back to the roots we're gonna prove it here this sounds like something that um mm -hmm. like it, it still sounds 90s something about those open uh, you know, that open sounding, open stringed riff, but you know, the pre-chorus Alex's, you know, use of the, the bell on the hi-hat, yep. um, you know, even Alex, some of Alex's small little turnouts. There's a lot of small things in here that are reminiscent of the Dave era of Van Halen. And I feel like this might, I mean, am I pushing it too far? This as an opener? Mm, I could yeah. see it. I could see it actually you know it's got, it's, it got, it's got that great opening yeah too where it just yeah uh yeah like with judgment day where it just kind of it's got that riff uh, like that mm -hmm. opening with a personality it's almost like True. its own little part it kind of yeah. again yeah 
Um, yeah, just, I, I, I have a couple stories on this song, actually. <laughs> the first okay. one deals with you, Mark, because I remember your opinion of this song way back when, probably about 10, 12 years ago, and you hated it. And I remember listening to it and liking it, and you told me at the time that it was a wuss Van Halen song. So I'm glad to uh, see you've come along. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no, yeah, that, 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 uh, that's, uh, I, think, yeah, I no. think you hated the chorus, which I can, I can see if you didn't like it at yeah, the time. I, mean, I love the chorus. <laughs> yeah. But, but no. The pre-chorus. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not holding you to it. You know. Now, I, whatever. You know. That's just what I remember. But this. This is one of my stock is rising songs, and it has been for a while. Ever yeah. since Chris, I was at a guitar store with you, and you yeah. played that kind of that second intro riff. The yep. da, 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 oh, da, 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 and I'm. I'm like, wow. What is that from? Yeah. It's so in my head. And I, I went back and listened to the song like a ton of times. So ever since you played that. Stock is it's rising. Been, oh, I know. Yeah, around. it's it's. Uh, uh, Alex, you're next. I'll and then I'll interject. Yeah, go ahead. Sure, <laughs> yeah. sure. That that's interesting that you brought that part up, Kev. That little that part. I don't know what it is. I might be totally off. Maybe my brain is way off here. But whenever I heard that little part. I got like this spy sort of espionage, like <laughs> mission and like I would hear that in Mission Impossible. Like, I don't know if you guys know that what I'm talking about, but the original yeah, the Mission Impossible with Tom Cruise from the 90s, I feel like the theme song, I'd have to go back and listen to it, but whenever I hear that part, I just somehow equated it with that movie, that verse riff, and I thought that was really cool. Yeah, this is a huge song. This was always one of my favorites. I think this was my favorite, one of my favorite singles. I think I preferred this one a little bit more than Pound Cake. And this is the song where I was talking about where I actually prefer the studio solo over the live one. Whereas Judgment Day, it was the other way around. But this solo, I, I love the tapping and the when it, it, it stops for a second and then it kicks back in and he's sort of doing those bends. I, I don't know. I just I always like love that solo when I was a kid. I thought it was like one of my favorite Eddie solos ever. And it might not be anything super complicated. Maybe it's a little bit more blues like pentatonic, but... Oh, I always love that because where he does it live, I don't know what it is, but I feel like it loses a little bit of steam. And maybe that's where the production or the second guitar underneath kind of helps carry it along a little bit more. But yeah, I think this song is is super cool. This is one where, though, if you listen to the live version, I feel like they try to do the background vocals and it's not the same. Like they sing it like a little <laughs> lower or they can't they can't quite cut it as good as the studio version. And it's like, yeah. ah, the, the studio background vocals yeah. are better. But right, yeah. I need. I don't know. It's like they sing it like a little lower. It's like it's a work slide, but it's not the same key. It's like a little off and it's like it still works, but studio's better. Right. So, yeah, but, great. So, but uh, but yeah, uh, again, yeah, this is uh, yeah, not to, to drool too much over it. But yeah, this is this is probably the most stripped down rock that Van Halen got on here. Uh, again, everything just feels like, yeah. Yeah, right where it should be. Uh, not a whole lot of super production like on a lot of the other songs. You just got that op- the opening riff, yeah, which just or the, just that appreciated section that just really kind of yeah, again. There, there is one of Alex's warm blanket moments for me there. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that, solo, that. that solo did it for me too. Like something about yeah. the way those notes just kind of blended. It was like that, together. It was that yeah. warm blanket kind of like yeah, that, calming. I don't know what he did. And again, that's why again when you yeah when you have like just that when you yeah when you kind of yeah, finger or pick or whatever those chords. Yeah, it just that was the perfect. That's also one of my favorite songs to play too. Yeah, it just I love that. 
Because, yeah, that was a song, again, like, getting through that, and, like, okay, where I felt really good after getting through it. Mm-hmm, sure. And, uh, again, yeah, just you know, one of my compliment you know, the favorite of players. song on that point there. But to compliment that this is a nice, uh, tight song, four yeah. minutes, oh, it is. 20 yeah. seconds or something. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Um, and then it also has that, uh, again, where you see where it has the slow down section. Uh, what was it around uh, 250? I don't know if you want to play that, where it kind of goes that, that Panama yeah, style where everything yep. kind of, yeah. Uh, 250. Yeah. It goes like this. Listen, baby. Yeah, but that kind of. So, yeah, you see, they keep bringing that back every once in a while where you got this kind of really filling rocker and then it kind of slows down a little bit and yeah, and then it kind of picks up again in the uh, in the chorus. But uh, yeah, great you know, I song. I say that yeah. I kind of yeah. regret you making that comparison because now I think of how cool that panama breakdown was yeah it's i think it was <laughs> like, done a little bit good, better yeah but yeah panama i mean I'm, 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 I'm not saying i mean when you think of, like with panama i mean you think again it's like that nighttime driving with the hood down yeah. kind of here it's just it's just that approach They're not necessarily a context yeah. uh like it is in panama but here but it's interesting that they kind of took that weird uh slow down part and kind of incorporated that throughout their discography sure i think we're getting close to what i'm trying to find is missing when I started off this, I'm, I'm I'm feeling like there's something missing. Just I think that that's kind of alluding to it there. Just that coolness that like like early Van Halen was was rocking, but it was also cool. And David bought that coolness to it. And Sammy brings the professionalism mm-hmm. and the variable songwriting and everything, but he doesn't bring the cool factor. So you know that that's fine. Just just don't you know like that's maybe what's not working for me. I don't know. We'll keep going yeah. and I'll see what's uh where that's what's leading me. Well, let's let's switch things up and probably one of the most interesting slash experimental songs on the album with uh, Pleasure Dome. another one uh that kind of again kind of referring back to what they did done in the past uh where it's got that almost girls gone bad vibe um where you've got kind of that real very kind of sweet major opening uh and then all of a sudden it goes into a very progressive riff and yeah again very kind of plotting and driving and yeah uh yeah yeah, my notes for this song there's a lot of them because there's a lot like like kevin said yeah there's a lot yeah a lot of experiment experimenting going on in here uh, even some of the weird little bass parts in here I thought were kind of interesting, uh, where it almost kind of reminded me of Getty a little bit. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Kev, I don't, know, I don't know if you could, yeah, before I forget, if you could queue up around like 153, there's this really weird kind of where it sounds like where you can almost picture Getty playing it. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Absolutely, Getty. 
Yeah, that's not. Yeah. Uh, and I was kind of like, if, if Mike, if that was Mikey, yeah, then he deserves yeah, all the credit. Uh, yeah, I don't know if any of you guys know if that was. Hopefully, that wasn't Eddie. Uh, yeah, playing bass on the record and then kind of, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. kinda, not uh, that I know. You know. I don't know. But okay. uh, uh, is anybody else getting a little bit of an Iron Maiden vibe from this? Yeah, I mean, the plot, like I said, it's got that, like, dun, 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 yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Let me, let me play, let me play what I think here. Here, I, I think I have a specific reference, I've got a lot of, maybe. And it's I've got way a lot less of time technical, s- but here we go. A little bit of wasted years, maybe? I mean, totally different tempo, okay. but I could just totally hear Bruce crooning mm-hmm. over this. If Iron Maiden yeah, yeah, would be a bit yeah. more technical of a band, yeah, this, yeah, this is, yeah, this is definitely more of the embracing the heavier sides of uh, of what they were capable of. Um, I mean, it's more, it's more melodic than, let's say, a Judgment Day, or, uh, uh, but it's mm-hmm. got that uh, kind of, yeah, it's like pure progressive kind of rocking style to it. Uh, Isn't that the opposite of party music? Yeah, it is. Yeah, like I said, it's, it's, it's like and like I said, it's not the first. It's not the first time that they've done it. I mean, they did it on uh, uh, Dirty Movies, uh, just a kind of unique where it's not just a typical, just kind of like 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 balls to the wall kind of yeah, sexy like rock where it's actually very intricate, very interesting kind of chord choices. Uh, Could you imagine somebody yeah. like playing Symphony X at a like a child's birthday party? <laughs> <laughs> It just, I don't know. Like it's just, I never thought about that before. But like on the on the grand scale of music, you know, yeah. they're like on different poles, Prague and Prague. Yeah, like yeah, d- d- followed yeah, d- up with pleasure, though. Yeah, 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 Daddy chose the playlist for the birthday party. Yeah, no. <laughs> bunch of we'll Symphony X and King yeah, we'll do Crimson. that. We'll do that for yeah, we'll do that for James's next birthday. Yeah, we'll do <laughs> Symphony we'll X. Throw a yeah, Symphony uh, X track on there. Yeah. Uh, the one Got thing it, you can say it. here, yeah, one thing you can say here on this track that that I feel is that Alex can still bring it. Oh yeah, this there, is there's great, no yeah. doubt. Yeah. He, he's just all over the kit, especially on those verses. It's synced More with the bass sounds. and the guitar. Da, 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 da. Uh, oh man, I love that. I think the drumming makes this song for me. Besides, right. and, and the interesting thing is that usually I've had pick bones with long Van Halen songs in the past. You, you know, my feelings to Cabo Wabo in particular and some oh, of the other on. ones. Where they, <laughs> Leave it alone. <laughs> some of the other ones where they got a little bit out of hand um, on women and children first. But in this case, yeah. I don't have a huge problem with it because the whole song is kind of lends itself to that yeah, it, length, right. like yeah, that very... pr- progressive kind of style. So, okay, it's, it's almost seven minutes. I, I don't have a problem. I would describe the song structure here as unfolding. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kev, can you, uh, yeah, I didn't mean to cut Alex uh, off. Uh, can you cue uh, up the spot at 45? I think that was the spot I had marked as far as his drumming uh, mixed with the guitar, Yeah, where you kind of really see where it kind of gets, all of a sudden it kind of blows up into that. Yeah. 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 Love it. <laughs> yeah, th- yeah, I mean, this is a, uh... I, I there's probably not too much for me to say uh, regarding the the song so much as I think you guys nailed it. It's it's very prog, and and I heard it today too. I was listening to it driving around today uh, in the car, and I'm like, I think it was like the first time where I'm like, man, this is this has got like a real rush vibe. Like I can almost mm-hmm, hear yeah. this like on Farewell to Kings or something. 
It right. just almost it had this like mysticism to it, and, and you know, I, I guess maybe it's the the Pleasure Dome because they talk about Pleasure Dome in the Rush song Xanadu, which is my favorite Rush song ever. You know, oh, fun fact right. there for you. So maybe that's that, where yeah. maybe that's where the tie came into there. But yeah, and one thing, this is I'm gonna get if I didn't get nerdy enough there, I'm about to get real nerdy here and uh, <laughs> d- divulge into a little bit of my childhood here. But uh, I just. I was doing a little bit of reading on this song, and I don't know if you guys would remember this. I don't know how many of our our listeners will, but there was a game back in the day called Lego Island. It was a game that you could play. Oh, Mark, you and I played that. Yeah, we played that. This was a game you could play on the computer. I played it when I was a wee lad, and I never, I don't think I ever put this together, but I'm reading the comments for Pleasure Dome, and everybody's like, Lego Island brought me here. This was during the like the intro scene to Lego Island or the information center scene. And I went back and I listened to it and I'm like, holy crap. You mean to tell me that I heard this song like when I was a little kid <laughs> way before I ever realized it was Van Halen? And I'm like, that's just crazy to me. I love that that's like a little fun that's thing. Funny. So I'm, I'm pretty sure it's like a MIDI sampled like 8-bit version of it or at least parts <laughs> of that song. But I'm like... Holy crap! That's that's that song is in Lego Island. Like that, that's a huge part of my childhood. Here's my favorite band. So like showing up where I least expected it. So yeah, here we go. Right there. <laughs> you guys hear it? The info center. That is something that's that I have all oh, just digging I, something I, I haven't, haven't thought, thought about. Like, that in Twenty years. Yeah. Same. Same. That's going back that in the, was such, going back in the... such a huge game for me, and I never realized that, but. Uh, yeah, Alex's drumming is great. Awesome chord choices. Very kind of weird. Yeah. And I think my favorite part has always been the Into the World So Far From Home part where it gets really kind of melodic there. I, I yeah, so that Iron part. Maiden, so, those lyrics. I, I, I agree. Yeah. yeah. I agree. This is a like almost like a new sort Stranger of territory. Strange sort of like a new territory yeah. for the band, but it's like, man, like what, what can't these guys do? Like they can get nerdy and proggy and <laughs> right. mystic and it's sweet. Yeah, even the even the guitar solo. Yeah, Kev, can you cue it up at four twelve? Yeah, again, it's another kind of very clean sounding uh, uh, guitar solo. He does that riff so much, though. Yeah. Listen to that. <laughs> It's almost vi-ish. Yeah, that's like Ingve that's like Ingve or John Petrucci on that neck yeah. pickup. It's like, where did that come from? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah, I like, like yeah, I think that's what I'd like to Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um I, I'm I'm gonna edit this bit out, but was Lego Island the one where you you had to chuck the pizzas? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yes, it yes. yes, it was. Yes, it was. Okay, the pizza I, dude. I, yeah, yes, I remember just going mad with the pizzas. Uh, all right, crazy. Uh, thanks. Now you're gonna be watching so, Lego Island playthroughs on YouTube tomorrow. <laughs> I, I did it not that long ago, and it, it warmed my heart. That was my warm blanket when I was at warm work. Warm blanket for the day. Yeah. The breakster. Oh, yep. That's what it is. All right. Um, so yeah, we're moving on from Pleasure Dome, a bit of an experiment there, and into In and Out.
sorry, guys. You know, I have to. Uh, <laughs> this is this sounds to me like D list hair metal. Like this sounds like Gazzari's mm. 1991, not Van Halen 91. Hmm. Okay. That opener, that I just, yeah. it's, I don't know. Yeah. I'll, inter- I'll interject later, but I know I'm kind of last in the <laughs> list. Yeah. So, uh, I'm not going to say give away that, you know, like I'm going to flush it or terminate or whatever, but that yeah, opening yeah. is just very, very D level hair metal, which is my issue. Surprising. My issue with the song is more in terms of the length than the, than anything else. Yeah. I just feel like six minutes is a tad bit too long and that, that, like outro sing along part. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much it really adds to the song when you're tacking on like a, a minute of that. So, it, like, I, I don't know. I, I appreciate Sammy for not using the title as one big sexual innuendo, as far as I know. But, you know, there's plenty of that on here, but yeah, yeah I know. But, but, you know, the, uh, God, it's just a, Tad too long, especially yeah, after a, Pleasure Dome when we it was just seven minutes, and you get me hit up with six minutes of in and out. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I wonder if I wonder if he was talking about the famous uh, California Burger chain. And that's the uh, first thing that popped into my mind. Who, who is to say? But no, this uh, I, I don't know if this was obvious to like maybe more uh, experienced or uh, you know veteran listeners of the band but i never realized how much of a led zeppelin vibe was on the song i don't know if you guys hear it but when he kind of especially on those verses where he just lets that huge kind of a chord ring and, and sammy's mm-hmm. singing over top mm-hmm. and he sort of adds like that weird not like a maybe it's a hendrixy chord but it's got that sort of bluesy chord call me crazy but i'm almost getting like a rock and roll by led zeppelin vibe like especially during the verses that, yeah how much do you think that was andy johns producing this yeah, honestly, I'm going to be honest. I, I really don't know much about Andy Johns' past. I'd have to do a little looking up. Like, what, what else kind of stuff? Oh, was he? Okay. Ex- Exile and yeah. Ma- Main Street. Television's Marky Moon. Okay, wow. Well, <laughs> I should have looked. I should, I, should, I should know more, but I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't dive in too much of his catalog. Well, was, so I guess my point was that is Van Halen the type of band that would let a producer rearrange songs for them and, and throw in, I don't know, I mean, throw in ideas, I think. But, I mean, they had, what, three producers on this album? Uh, I thought it was just Ted Templeman and Andy Johns, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and them, I guess, because they're always credited the themselves. Band. Yeah, in the band. Man, okay, yeah. I feel bad sure. now. I didn't. I, oh, it looks like I Andy, Andy Johns did Cinderella too. So God, I feel bad now. I didn't realize yeah, yeah. how much great stuff he did. I mean, he did pretty much all the great yeah. Led Zeppelin records. So that's mm-hmm. probably where you hear. Yeah, that. I mean, right. I mean, him and his brother Glenn. I mean, yeah, I think they were kind of. Uh, they had. Uh, I don't know what kind of water they were drinking in that family but yeah a lot of great producers yeah it came out of there right, yeah sure yeah other than uh, that but, i mean i would say that yeah. again this was another one where if it wasn't on that live right here right now show i don't know if i would have cared as much so yeah i mean i think the drumming is cool on i will agree kev a little long especially with the sing out section at the end it's it's sort of like the yeah. uh the, the cabo wabo part two where it's like it's it's cool but like you keep yeah. repeating those lines over and over again, and it's like you didn't need right. to do that. Like I think it could have fared to cut sure. it in half or yeah. cut it down. But yeah, I, I appreciate the song. I think it's kind of cool, but nothing crazy. Yeah, yeah. There's something yeah, about uh, the uh, early '90s and maybe it's the advent of the CD format and being able to fit another what you know at least 20 minutes of music on your on your album that uh, led bands to create some overly long records in general. Very in possible. Yeah, we're kind of at the beginning of that, but. 
Right. Sure. Yeah, that was one of the problems I had with it. I mean, as much as I enjoy a lot of the songs, yeah, it does kind of. We because I think it's what almost an hour long, fifty to sixty yeah, 52, minutes. Fifty-two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, fifty-two. Yeah, I mean, coming from a band that was doing like uh, thirty, thirty-two minute records, yeah, it's kind of like almost another half hour of material mm-hmm. to. And it's and again, sometimes not as strong as some of the earlier stuff. Yeah, sometimes it can slog a little bit. Um, yeah, but yeah, you I, or Alex had yeah, the point with the yeah. double album. Yeah, that's what I. That was something Coming I came through. across. Yeah, that this. Uh, I think it was. Yeah, they had like a d- double album's worth of material, and I think that's why they brought Ted Templeman back because they needed somebody mm-hmm. to help kind of give them some di- direction, I guess. Um, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, with In and Out, yeah, it's uh, for a six for such a yeah kind of generic kind of yeah kind of normal pop rock song of the early '90s. Yeah, I think they probably could have cut it at least a couple of minutes. Sure. Um, well, I mean, if, if I, I look at that title yeah. and I see the punctuation and I see how it's called in and out and it's six <laughs> minutes, <laughs> I don't know. I'll just yeah. skip it. Right. Um, and uh, I do like the uh, kind of the guitar behind the vocal, though. I thought that was kind of a nice little kind of, yeah. again, yeah. it kind of helps drive the song a little bit better than it should. Uh, and kind of the solo and uh, part at the end, I thought was kind of, uh, again, for a song that's fairly generic, I mean, I, there were little moments that kind of like, saved it a little bit for me from, yeah, yeah, complete obscurity. Um, yeah, Kev, if you could just briefly uh, queue up at 440, um, yeah, with the solo part with the uh, with kind of the, with the whole goal. You know, I know. Yeah, I, I, I was. Yeah, I was. I wasn't asking you to play the whole thing, but yeah, no. But, oh yeah, uh, again, please do the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah again, but it, it makes it enjoyable. I know. I know it's been done before, but again, it kind of. Yeah, it's. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, again, I can imagine probably in a live setting, it probably uh, would sound uh, a little bit more engaging. But yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's keep rolling with this thing and go to man on a mission. we were giving spanked uh, at least as far as just kind of overly kind of sexual kind of goofball lyrics um uh, at least with that i mean they had a little bit of a context here it just feels like yeah sammy's just like at the bottom of the trail trying to okay i just need to write just a generic sex song and here we go okay yeah like okay this is almost like at the end of the like okay we just need one more well, not that the song you'd uh, a record needed one more song but um, but it's like, okay, we just need, I need just one more thing I got to throw out there. I got to try to squeeze the sexual innuendo as much as I can at this point. 
And I mean, yeah, because I again, and I actually kind of circled some of the lyrics on here that kind of made me, yeah, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, lyrics. like you, yeah, you got, like, yeah, this part, uh, you, you, it you, sucks. Yeah. Like get it out. Like, it's like <laughs> yeah, you, you give me, yeah, you give every inch, flesh, uh, blood, and bone, and it's all wrapped up in a tight little bundle. Okay, okay, what else is? I mean, it can only be one. <laughs> yeah, one thing. I mean, I, I think it's been done better by other, but it just, yeah, I don't know why, for whatever reason, just kind of, I paid attention to it and it kind of just bugged me. Like, okay, this is he, yeah, it's like, okay, he, okay, I think we're at the end of, of that, uh, of that kind of lyrical topic. Uh, yeah. Okay, let's, let's go, let's go, let's uh, either bring in somebody else or, or just move on to a different yeah, to uh, yeah, yeah. G give me a break. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of my point with this record, too, that it could have used another shuffle, maybe. Um, you know, they could have just shuffled the deck uh, because we're on track seven here and all the same uh, the songs. I mean, they're not I mean, they're all kind of of the same. I guess Runaround was a little bit different, but um, and now we're going to take a turn, you know, with the, net, the with the back four here. Um, it's going to be quite a bit different. Um, I just think that groove is killer that uh, uh, in the chorus. I mean, this song is perfectly placed in the seventh spot. It's it's, you know, not the song that stands out. It's not going to lead anything. It's not going to really inspire anything. It's one of those songs that you pop on and you've been listening to the album for half an hour up to this point. You just slog through, you know, 13 minutes of Pleasure Dome and in and out. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's a cool that's a cool groove at that little like that. Bum, 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 bum. I mean, that's that's just sure. a nice uh um, well, addition, I think, to the album in this spot. Yeah, uh, this is one actually that Alex got me into when he played it the the intro yeah. for me one time on guitar. It's, it's funny how two of these songs, two different people in this group, played me on guitar, and, and I was like, oh, you know, that's actually cool. And then I discovered that riff that Mark you mm -hmm. just talked about, and then started learning that riff. And it's just, it's uh, man, it does groove like you say. And the little background vocal additions, like I, I get Chris's gripe with the lyrics, honestly. You know, I, I, I mentioned it during Spanked. You, you can men definitely mention it now. Right. But I think that the, I don't know, the music here just rocks a bit more than Spank does. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. It just, for whatever reason, yeah, it just doesn't. Yeah, just the whole, like I, like I said before, I mean, it just, it sounds like, okay, they're at the end of that uh of, 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 of doing anything original with that kind of topic, uh, uh, topical yeah, plot line. Um, and I, yeah, I don't know. I think Pound Cake, as far as just another kind of, because again, there's a lot of those songs on here. I mean, you can see Eddie's just trying, or not Eddie, or Sammy's just trying to do as much as he can with that, trying to, yeah, trying to show us the same thing more than, and sometimes it works. And like here, um, yeah, it just bugged me for whatever reason. Even with the grooviness of the riffs, I just, I don't know, it just left a bad taste in my mouth. Um, and oh, yeah, yeah, I remember what I wanted to say. The, uh, yeah, that uh, clip that you queued up, Kev, the, uh, the background vocals, I don't know, that was another thing that kind of bugged me. The, uh, where it almost really? sounded like a, bar like a barbershop quartet, like where you hear like Eddie uh, and, and Mike, I don't know what, it just, it wasn't the, like the quintessential Van Halen, really kind of muscular. Uh, uh, background vocals. It just had this kind of very quirky kind of again, you know, like a barbershop quartet. I don't know why that came. I heard that. I'm like, that doesn't. That sounds. That's just one more annoying thing that. Uh, and I don't know. And I don't know what you guys particularly think about the beginning, like that really atonal riff. That was another thing that kind of threw me for a loop and not in a good yeah, way. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, and it's like yeah. So you <laughs> got that. And you, yeah, then you. Yeah, it's. A, I don't know. The song just. Yeah, for a song that should be that is fairly. Uh, I mean, as far as just the, most of the song, as far as the riffs and the drums are pretty conventional, like, I don't know, it's just, 
Yeah, when you take some of these little kind of details into account, it kind of ruins it for me. Um, it just sounds like somebody who just not, discovered not the tritone. They're like, oh, cool. Boop, 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 boop. Just <laughs> bad jazz or something. Just right, yeah. Like a seven-year-old discovering the tritone on right. the Yeah, and, it's, and, it's, and especially taking into, like, again, like what the song's about, it just seems out of place massively. <laughs> mm, sure. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, yeah this one, I, I mean, I always thought it was kind of cool that Mike and eddie did the the tritonal tapping at the beginning i mean it was nothing i was ever super impressed by uh and you know especially compared to what we know at what with what eddie can do tapping wise i always just really liked the verse of this song i just love that swing and that kind of swagger and groove and it's funny that i i was reading a comment about this song here and it said somebody said that it sort of sounds like ragdoll by aerosmith and that's honestly one of my favorite yeah. arrows. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm really not an Aerosmith fan at all. I mean, I like, you know, a, a select few songs, but I always did like that song. And I'm like, huh, okay, well, maybe that's why I like it. Maybe there's some kind of subconscious thing going on. But yeah, with this song, uh, I always, some some for some reason, sort of put it together with In and Out. It's like these two songs, for yeah. some reason, always went together for yeah, me. Yeah, they're almost me interchangeable. Too. Yeah. It's like interchangeable. <laughs> Uh, and obviously they follow each other on the record, but even with the live right here, right now, when it's like, I could like kind of separate the hits from like the few deep cuts. And I always put these two songs together and I always preferred this one more than in and out to, to be yeah. honest. Uh, and not, not that in and out was a bad song, but I always thought this one was a little bit more interesting and cool. Um, it's a little shorter, so maybe that helps. I don't know. Maybe more of the fattest trimmed on this, but yeah, I always kind of like this song. I don't know. I thought it was kind of cool. That's so weird. It's because it's like you read my mind in terms of how I feel about the song, grouping huh. them together and preferring this one. That's so yeah. strange. I like, I didn't bring it up because no. I'd be like, oh, whatever. But get that is very odd. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, let's uh, change up things a little bit and move into the back four of this album with The Dream Is Over. going on in here actually uh, this is another one i had a lot of kind of little points to mark uh yeah that solo riff after the main riff in the beginning is so great where uh i think kev you played that part um i don't think it was necessarily in the beginning but uh again sounds like classic kind of van halen something you'd see on the first couple records so i'd like to uh, it's nice to I see know, that I know that solo and that's uh, not even tapping it sounds like tapping i thought it would be tapping it's just right. hammer-ons uh but yeah it's kind of it, it reminds you yeah, like on van halen one like that kind of uh uh running with the devil like that little uh, solo part in there it's got that kind of uh, little melodic structure to it um 
And also that, uh, that I think you also played it in there, uh, that other little kind of uh, jumping riff that actually kind of reminded me of uh, uh, Def Leppard a little bit. Um, uh, hold on, where did I have that marked? Uh, uh, crap, where was it? Um, I think it was at like around 45 seconds. Let's see if that was right. Yeah, sorry, I, I've got a lot of... This is a, such a great deep cut. I wasn't there. Uh Oh, that's all good. I think you mean that one. Dun, 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 yeah, dun, I love that. That yeah. reminded me of something that like Phil Collin would do. Uh, sure. mm-hmm. And even the vocal, too. I could also kind of see Joe Elliott uh, singing this song. Ooh. It's got that kind of, yeah, you could almost see like this song could have been like on Adrenalize. It has that kind of, uh, yeah, that uh, again, it's not the 80s uh, Def Leppard sound, but it's like that early 90s, like that one moment where they were still, they still had it and we're still kind of. Um, hmm. So, yeah, so that again, that was I don't know. I don't know if it jumped out. Uh, for you like it did for me but that's kind of what the what i got all those little yeah very unique song that i know yeah doesn't get a lot of attention uh, uh just a great uh just very classic yeah i yeah. think i think i'm gonna be I'm, i think i'm gonna shock some people here with this one but this was and still is has always been my most forgettable song on the album really i, I okay. don't know Whoa. i don't know i know kev i know you love this song and yeah. i think <laughs> and, and i know i think you have kind of made me bend more of an ear to it and try it more i don't know what it is i do like the verses like the with that part you, oh, here, that I, part you just I know, where you're, I know where you're going i like yeah, the verses but this is one of those ones where, honestly, the core. I can't. I don't really like the chorus. I don't. The chorus know. is terrible. Yeah, I know I, that was my. I, it's weird. Like yeah. I think a lot of people really like this song as a deep cut, and I think they did play this one on the live right here, right now show. So it's like you think that I would have liked this one, but I don't know what it is. It's like maybe because it's in the back half of the record or something. Yeah. But I always just kind of like, oh yeah, that song. Oh okay. I mean, it's it's okay, but it's yeah, like the, I, yeah, I just. Yeah, that was. I never got uh, it. It's weird. I'd like to re- right. I'd like to resurrect my Chris's wedgie moments. Uh, this is where I can uh, see I, I, where that comes in. Like I yeah, see yeah, that I get, more here than when yeah. it's love. Right. I uh, where again. I love the rest of the song. I mean, yeah, the riffing is very uh, is very cool. Yeah, they are very classic sounding. Um, you can see they're embracing another one of the songs where they embrace more rock than uh, some of the other stuff that they played around it. But yeah, again, when that. Yeah, that when that chorus comes in, it's kind of like where it's almost again like a, like a speed bump in a kind of a great uh, uh, on a great drive. Yeah, where you, or yeah, where it's like that doesn't it's too upbeat for such a rocking song. It's very kind of yeah, almost too happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think I think they could have again they could have reworked it and come out with something that fits a little better. Yeah, so this track for me is just you know, if they're trying to hit that balance of new versus old, we return to the roots with Sammy. I feel like this is the track that mm-hmm. has got that you know magic touch to it. You know, I feel like they may have lost that a little bit from fifty one fifty. I think that this track here, I mean, just the you know that ain't talking about love type riff. Sure. Um, you know that that that's really kind of just a rebuild of that. I think it works. Um, you know, I know some, uh, uh, you know, some garbage is thrown, being thrown the chorus's way. Like it's got great, um, but it's got great Mikey vocals in the background there. I love the, the background vocals in the chorus. Uh, the solo is killer. I learned it, you know, it definitely is on my, like my, my go-to list of, of, you know, Van Halen solos. I just love listening to and playing. And it's really a, um, you know, a, 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 
lyrically interesting song, I think, just for the period of time. You know, the curtain is closing, the axe is falling on the 1980s here, the dream is over. Right. Um, I don't know if that's too, you know, I'm thinking of it in too, you know, corny of a way, I suppose, right. but it really has that, uh, you know, kind of end of an era feel to it. And, right. um, you know, with bringing in, uh, um, you know, some of the old elements. And I think this is the song where it works best on the album. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, I, I don't think it's any shock to anybody here among us f- for that knows that I absolutely love this song. Um, yeah, I, I'm not giving anything away, but this is is one of my favorite Van Halen songs of all time. Mm, it might wow. be up there with my, <laughs> wow. one of my favorite Van Halen songs ever, just because pretty much all the reasons that Mark said, it's a riff parade. The solo is amazing. The background vocals are yeah. amazing. You know, it's, and Mike is in full force in the background vocals. It's, uh, what doesn't work on this song? I I don't know. It's like you can you can chorus. You you want you want to play guitar to it. I like yeah. singing along to it. It rocks. You know, I mm-hmm. the the lyrics work. So it's not like you have cringy lyrics either. It's uh, I, I no, could go show for this this song like, quite it a bit. It is short, but it's short. It's, it, yes. is. it clocks in. On yeah, the it is. It is, and, and it does a lot for a short song. You don't even yeah. get to the chorus until halfway through the song, yeah. but it's great. Have a cab. Yeah. So yeah, it's <laughs> enough said about the dream is over for me. Let's move on to a big hit right now. This song, this I found this actually one of the most interesting songs on my recent re-listen because obviously I knew it when I was younger. After you know, it's a huge hit from this album, and in the later years I would skip the song just because I had heard it so many times. But when I listened to it and dove into it, man, there are so many interesting parts. For the first part, like this, I feel like this song straddles that yeah. line between ballad and rocker. Not quite a slow ballad. Not Malady. quite. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah that could be the one. It's yeah. not quite a so, slow ballad. It's not quite a rocker, but it does have a ripping solo in it. You know, so, you know, that's great. Um, it's not quite a synth song because it's got the piano. Uh, it's the only Van Halen song I know of that's got an organ sound in it. Maybe I'm missing something <laughs> off Van Halen 3. I don't know. But <laughs> I'm thinking of the ballpark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Park organ from that yeah. record. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Well, this, but this actually is an organ sound, whether it's synth or not. <laughs> and I'm reminded of those guitar hits. Yeah, I'm reminded of nice. Time by Pink Floyd. 
So there's just a lot of things that come together in this song. And for some reason, it's, you know, this huge hit. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you played that solo section because I personally think of the Van Halen. Let's, let's take like all the singles, all of the, um, you know, all, all, all the things the band is known for. And I think that this is the one where Eddie really, I, I, maybe even more mm-hmm. than Jump. Jump's probably more iconic of a solo. But I complimented that when we went around uh, when we were uh, talking 1984 that I love how Eddie just included that. You know, he just said, like, I'm going to pick up a great pop solo, great context. Like, he digs into this one. I think this one might be even a little bit better because Jump is so, you know, like, go-to for a guitarist. Right. So I don't know which one I put over the other, but uh, I I love the solo in this song. The solo is great. Yeah, it's got that clean, uh, very clean uh, neck pickup sound to it that I think just works great, especially along with Mm -hmm. the, the the within the context of the song with the piano. I think it's the perfect tonal choice. Yeah, and Jump was more of an uh, introduction to the world, I suppose, to the pop audiences uh, of Van Halen, those that weren't in the hard rock scene or listening to that type of music. And I think everyone knows who Eddie is at this point. Um, but I think it's still cool that he still says, yeah, right. I can pull this off. Yeah. I can, I can yeah, do I mean, this. A huge, humongous hit on this album, maybe the, the biggest. Was this the first single? I, I feel like that would have made sense. No, actually, it was the third yeah, our pancake was okay. Makes sense, but yeah, I mean, this is like a huge, huge track. And Mark, I think I'm gonna have to agree with you there. Uh, d- definitely not. It's like the closest thing to a ballad on the album, but it's not. It's more rocking than that. It's like yeah, it's like the jump of the record. I would have to say, and absolutely, I think I almost prefer this solo a little bit more. I don't know. I just I feel like the way it rises into that chorus think works a little better and i just i mean how feel good of a chorus is that it's just so like that's another one where i feel like i could take kevin's you know the clouds open and the sunshine comes in it's just such a it's like a feel good almost like an inspiring like you know majestic kind of chorus i think it's huge so yeah, this one was cool. I think uh, we'll get into this album uh, on the next episode, but on the Balance Tour, that famous 95 Balance show I always talk about, I want to say they opened the show with this, and it's kind of cool. Uh, so, yeah, I, I totally agree with the time reference from Pink Floyd. That makes total sense to me. I never thought of that before, and maybe that's an Andy Johns influence, him being a little bit more of a classic 70s rock producer. I, I think that's cool, but, yeah. I mean, this is like a huge track, and it's one of those ones where, yeah, you know, it's maybe kind of shoved down your throat. It's played so many times, but I, I still dig it. I still like this song. Look, this is a show of opinions and not facts, as is stated many times, and I'm just going to throw an opinion <laughs> out there about a fact that um, this one I was talking earlier about what could a producer throw in. Um, I feel like that is totally an Andy Johns thing. Without knowing any story behind it, I feel like that's that's the kind of thing they said. Hey, we don't want to do keyboards; we want to do something, and and uh, you know, let's pull from your bag of tricks. And you know, pulled from uh, mm-hmm. you know the Pink Floyd year, right. the British year. You know, I, I could totally see right. that being the producer yeah, I, uh, influence. Yeah, I was reading a uh, another thing as far as uh, as far as what Andy Johns brought. Uh, I guess Alex was very interested in trying to. I guess. Uh, hmm. Uh, channel kind of a John Bonham drumming style. Um, yeah, again, I mean, you can hear it on some of the more heavier rockers. I don't know if uh, uh, it wasn't something I really noticed until I just came across that uh, uh, that little 
detail because I mean I think this is a, definitely a lot more produced than any Zeppelin record. But again, that's we're talking about 10, 15 years after, yeah, that uh, that era. At least, yeah. So uh, yeah, sure. All right, well, let's get to uh, our instrumental piece here, and that mm-hmm. would be three sixteen. earlier in the show you said what can't van halen do they can do it all i mean i'll tell you what they can't do they can't put their experiments on my vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I knew it was coming i knew it was coming i know right, I, I, I wasn't yeah. i didn't faint anybody with that one but and, no. and look i i know it's i know the meaning of the song and i've got a son yeah. too and i played guitar to him too but uh, uh, <laughs> I, I, I mean that. i yeah, I don't know. I think I think that comes through on here. I mean, you kind of you get the sentimental. Yeah, where yeah, this is the first, at least as far as a short little instrumental that he's done on. Yeah, I mean, because I think you can always expect something like that on a Van Halen record, but here it kind of feels like it has more of a purpose, where you feel like okay, something has happened. Yeah, something positive has happened, where and you can feel that in the music, mm-hmm. and it's like you this know, is it, his him is paying tribute to him. his son. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if you want to move it around. That's that's your opinion. Like I said, I I always liked this though because it felt like it was more, it was less. Uh, well, I know you say I know you look at it as an experiment. I think it's one of the more fully realized mini experiments that he's done on here. Because uh, you hear it and you're like, okay, and then you hear what it's about. I'm like, okay, all right, I can I can hear all as far as everything. I just feel like it's just kind of almost arrogant in a way to say, hey guys, I, I noodle around uh, for my son in his crib and let's put it on the album. Let's take up space. Well, that's just nice. Why? I don't know. Like I, I mean, said, it could be, I don't know. I, I think it came out better than, uh, yeah, better than it could. It's not like he just did a, like a, yeah, like an eruption type song. Right. <laughs> Here's my like, son. <laughs> <laughs> why is it on the album? Why is it on the album? Yeah. I don't know. Cause I, cause, yeah, cause, to the table. Cause I think, I, just, I think, oh, uh, I don't we'll, have we'll to show I, off. I, I yeah, Wolfgang, I think, was born, I think, right before the album came out. So I think it was right yeah, during the recording process. So oh, okay, maybe, okay, yeah. but I'm just interjecting this, but this yeah. this had been part of his live solo for well before Wolfgang well, was born. Well before. Was so it? Go, yeah. yeah, go ahead, Alex. I, I Break yeah. us up here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and like you guys mentioned, I know we all know this, but maybe for the for the new come, new come listener, 316, Eddie's son, Wolfgang, was born on March 16th. So this was like a tribute sort of instrumental piece that he wrote for Wolfgang and he put it on the record. So there's, there's that just for a little backstory, but yeah, uh, Eddie was playing this, that intro. You can hear it at the very beginning of the live without a net solo. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he started doing it a little bit before that, but yeah, this, this was in the repertoire for many years before it got on this record. So Mark, I totally can see your point. You know, it's nothing special. It's maybe the, the least impressive, from a technical standpoint, instrumental piece. I mean, Spanish Fly and Cathedral and what else? Uh, Eruption, obviously, is way more impressive than this. So I, I totally get that. Um, I think I would agree. Like, does it need to be on the record? It's a nice sentiment, and I appreciate that he did it for his son, and I guess I can forgive it for that. And also, uh, if I'm coming at it from the standpoint of 
a sort of a return to form. Not that I think they really strayed away from it too much on OUA one too, but if they were trying to go for a little bit more of an old school Dave era vibe, then it's in perfect VH fashion to throw a instrumental piece on the record. So uh, it, it, is the penultimate. Yeah, it's always the last. It, it's one before it, the last. You know, the Spanish Fly, the, the Sunday afternoon in the park. You know, the cathedral. It's like that's what they do. So cool. All right, they did it here, but. So I, I guess I can appreciate it there. It'd be one thing if it was more of an interlude, like if it actually flowed in, into something, something like yeah. that would have been cool, kind of like how Intruder does, where it's like, all right, it's kind of weird noises and stuff, but at least it going into Pretty Woman, it's like, oh, damn, that was pretty cool. Like, I like the way that lined up. Yeah, so yeah. here... Sure. It, I know we're... We're not in sides, but it should have opened up a side. Yeah. So I, 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 yeah. I, I don't. I'm okay, not. Yeah, that, I, I I'm not agree sure with exactly yeah. where I stand on this. It's like it's cool. It's fun to play. Like it was always pleasing in my ear, and it's not super hard to play, and it was always a fun one to play. But I totally respect the art argument of it's not necessary. Like this could have just been a live thing and left it at that. But yeah. I don't know. I'm, it's not yeah. necessary, just like Wolfgang's tenure in the band. Oh, oh, I, oh I'm a, you could tell where band. I stand. On, I like my, hey, I, I will. Like I, I, I don't know if we're going to get onto that. Maybe we'll get on it with a different kind of truth. But I, I will agree with fir, fir, first reunion tour, Wolfie, skeptical. Second, the 2012-2015 <laughs> tour, I love the guy. I, he shreds like he's amazing so uh, that's not what that's they don't need to shred just what mikey brought wasn't shredding yeah i don't know i, I got a, I get a lot of respect from wolf on that 2012 2015 tour so anyway i digress that's not where we're at here. who's next it's okay just mark throwing out bombs for, for that yeah, um, yeah, I expect that. Yeah, that's, that's at least it's one that you can keep the show and not have to cut true no that's true uh, I, I likewise i'm of two minds on this song because I, I like playing it. I kind of get the purpose a little bit of it. And, and it's it's musically pleasing to the air. But I also get Mark's point. And when when I listen to it this this time through, even though it's a minute and 30 seconds long, somehow it seems padded out. Like, <laughs> it, it, it repeats too that. many times. True. <laughs> I don't understand True. how that's possible. It works as a live and <laughs> like live solo intro. You know what? You know that's fine because you can cut it whenever you want. But how is it that a ninety-second song is padded? I, I don't, I don't <laughs> get that. You could have cut it in half, and I would have been okay with it. You know what the chart for the song is? It's like those old school band projects or those school band songs. <laughs> Where it just like they just throw repeat it at the end, and then you just play the same thing over, and you're just like repeat okay. four times. Like, why? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, the repeat four times. Oh, I'm it's like when you're looking at the yeah. So when you're looking at the conductor for pomp and circumstance, think hoping that they're gonna oh, yeah. give you the cut that, that, that they're yes, never gonna stop go to the, the song, but no, yeah. it never happens. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, let's let's close out this album. Uh, Top of the world.
uh, you guys get what I'm saying with this uh, track order thing? That uh, I mean, we've gotten mm-hmm. you know four tracks in a row here that are unlike the previous eight, and I just feel like this just mm-hmm. could have been a little bit uh, reordered, peppered a little bit more of this earlier on in the album, and you know a little more mix. That, maybe that's just my thought on this song. That's yeah. I, I don't know though. Can I, this is. A good Van Halen closer. Which, That's which all I'm Kev, saying. Which right Kev now. likes? Which Kev likes? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Judgment Day would be a good closer too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, I'm gonna go back to my. Uh, uh, again, this is a great song, but again, it sounds like the early '90s. I mean, if oh there is God. a song on here that has yeah. that, uh, uh, and it has. Again, I've used this because uh, again, there have been a few of these in the Sammy era. As far as a soundtrack sounding song, like a move, a song that opens up on yeah. like a, another light comedy. Again, I can, mm-hmm. yeah, I can just picture again. You just got the opening of some light comedy where so the, the main the character rom-com. is driving. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Where he's rom com. Yeah, where the top's down on his convertible or whatever, and he's driving, and this is the song that opens him on the. Yeah, just you've got the credits coming in, and I. That's I. You're not taking anything away from the because again, it's it's a song that gets stuck in your head. But as far as it just gives that kind of uh, another, I guess you could say, a little cold and calculated, where it can be used for. More than just being, yeah, just air candy. It can be okay. Eight. So, would you yeah. have gone so far as to recommend them that they sell this song rather than record it? Uh, yeah, a little bit, maybe. I mean, I don't know. Like, like I said, sometimes that comes farther down the line. Where, yeah, where sometimes you may not think at the moment, but like years down, it's kind of like, yeah, I could stick that in that commercial, or I could put that in that movie. Um, and it's weird how that, and it, I don't know, maybe just. I've started paying more and more attention to that now where you can kind of pick out those songs now that almost have a movie vibe to them. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's just a perfect song for, yeah, for some kind of like a, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's a Cameron Crowe movie or an early nineties. Yeah. Michael J. Fox. I know I've used that uh, yeah. again. It just has that. Uh, I know that was his peak was during this era, late eighties, early nineties. So maybe there's some kind of crossover. <laughs> well, I mean, there. I'll let you go ask after this, but I mean that, yeah. that point just like we're Van, Van Halen went from being a band that could paint cinema to a band that was creating paintings for cinema. And there's a difference mm-hmm. between the two as an artist. Yeah. 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 Uh, and it's really interesting. You brought this point up, Chris, and I totally agree. I mean, yeah. if there's any song on the record that is early nineties rock <laughs> radio, it's like, this is it. And I'm not saying it's necessarily a bad thing because this was this has always been one of my favorite songs on the record. Oh no, and no, it's great. It's a no, great, yeah, no, it's I, a great yeah. song. I always love that opening riff. Super fun to play. And apparently, I, I don't know if this is common knowledge, but I, I didn't know this. But apparently, this is sort of an older riff that he used to bust out and jump. Mm-hmm. I never. I, I don't know why I never picked up on that, but I, I didn't. So I saw that. Yeah. I. I so yeah, I, I will say. I'm a little older now, and I don't know. Maybe I've I've seen more things, so I have a, a different viewpoint on it. But it's a little, it's a, I will say it's a little cheesier than I remember, but not necessarily oh, bad. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't know if you guys can cue this up. I put a little song in the chat there. Uh, I'm I'm gonna indulge a little bit into my musical past here, and I've told some people that know <laughs> this. Uh, well, well, I'll tell I'll tell I'll tell oh, yeah. I'll Got tell some... this quick story first, and then I would say maybe play it from like. Okay, I would say maybe play. I would say maybe play it from about like fifty seconds on through the chorus. But let me just say here, so like the first concert I ever went to, and I'm sorry, I'm in, uh, I'm digressing here, but uh, 
One of the first th- concerts I ever went to was this uh, Christian rock artist by the name of Stephen Curtis Chapman. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of him, but he was he was kind of I think a little bit bigger in like the eight, late eighties and got big in the nineties and then the two thousands. So me and my family, for some reason, were big into like Christian rock radio. There was a station called one hundred six point seven The Fish, and I'm not talking like Christian. Yes, I, I I'm not talking that. like Christian rock like Creed or you know, something else on that tier, like heavy striper, like, no. like a little bit more like, like if an AO, like an AOR late eighties, Christian rock band. And that's kind of what Steven Curtis Chapman was. Okay. So this song, this little clip that you're about to play is from a song of his called great adventure. And it's honestly, you know, cheesy lyric, God lyrics aside, I think it's a pretty catchy song. And I, I think when I think of top of the world, I think of, I kind of think of this song like late 80s, early 90s, just kind of radio rock, big chorus, kind of kind of cheesy. So I don't know if you want to play it. Maybe you guys can hear where I'm coming from, but I would say 50, sec- 50 seconds on. I don't know. It, it's not to a yeah. T. That, that's all you need to play. That you, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not to a T, but it, I mean, it's maybe that production, the production style, style like yeah, that yeah, big, yeah. sort of anthemic, yeah. bright, you know, clouds parting, sun shining down, kind of cheesy chorus. I just, I, I kind of tied the two together a little bit. I don't know. Maybe that's a reach, but right. Yeah, this yeah. is definitely probably the the more, one of the more. Per- yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Uh, even the uh, guitar solo kind of reminded me of something that could have been on like, Brian a Brian Adams, Adams record. Yes. Yeah, Kev, can you... Can, yeah. Yeah, Kevin, yeah, can as you, someone if, who is allergic to two, cheese, two, where is this on the cheese meter for you? You know, it's actually pretty... It, it is pretty high on the cheese. <laughs> but okay. but oh, he, here's why I think the cheese works. Because it's at the, the last song True. of the album. You just went mm. through this entire journey with the band, you know, good points and bad points, and you get yeah. to this song, and it kicks in, and you feel good. And that's what I yeah. like about it, is that it closes mm. on this, like, feel-good note. It's not a one-foot-out-the-door, which kind of fit the album right. in, in a oh, way. Yes. It's it's The whole album is brighter. It's brighter than OU812. It's a great way to close out. It, in my opinion, it's one of the best Van Halen yeah. closers. Just because of that, you know, it's like this song kicks on, bam, this yeah. is the end of the album. Here right, you go. Yeah. We're closing out with something should... strong instead of something like, right, what I if guess, they closed yeah. with Pleasure Dome? <laughs> like, okay. That's the problem I have with the song. <laughs> is that, and this is just a posthumous review, essentially, of the album. Um, yeah, obviously, they wouldn't know this at the time, but this is actually, and I'm not going to count a different kind of truth because it's just a different era, the third worst-selling Van Halen album maybe second worst selling um so i mean not really quite standing on top of the world anymore when i kind of see hear i that yeah, wait, uh, wait, uh, wait, wait 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 but that but that's you're counting a lot of sales after the fact not initial sales right yeah, this was still quick but this was yeah. still a number one album if i'm not mistaken yeah. it was yeah. So a lot of those like earlier on ones that's 5150 they're standing on top of the world that's where i placed this song Sure, but I'm just saying, if you're looking at overall sales, of course, like the debut and others are going to be super high just because they've had probably a little bit more staying power in the general public than they have 
Yeah. Otherwise. Still third worst, though, so. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, are we closing the album? Here we are yep. closing the album. Okay. All right. Seven for the bye. Quick uh, review <laughs> of the rules for everyone who has not uh, picked up on this or is only listening to this album. Uh, we all get asked. Kevin, Chris, or Kevin, Alex, and I get uh, asked uh, on a series of questions. First person to three right uh, wins an extra buy or terminate for our playlist. Chris also gets an extra buy or terminate every uh, four albums and Chris this is album three of four so basically do you want to use your extra buy or terminate on this album or do you want to save it for balance uh, I'd actually like to use it here um, okay okay yeah there is okay so Chris uh, you got an extra one in your uh, your back pocket here and uh, if you're ready I'm ready I'm okay. got my finger on the trigger all right here we go <laughs> okay question number one um, who else provided background vocals on the song top of the world um, is it A, uh, John Bon Jovi, B, Steve Lukather, C, Lou Graham, or D, none of the above? Oh, shoot. And, 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 and. That, I, I didn't have my horn, but that was my horn. Okay. Oh, okay. I, wait, I don't know who got wait, it. Who, wait, who was it? Wait, who, so who's... I did the ah, because I didn't, I forgot, I, I forgot about my, my, my okay, air horn. So I automatically give, automatically give it to, uh, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, say, Kevin. I'm saying it. Steve Lukather. That's what I was gonna say. Uh, yes. Uh, who who am I giving that to? Am I giving that to Kev? Okay, yeah. <laughs> Mister Toto. All right. Okay. All right. Hold on. Me. Uh, okay. So Kev has one. All right. Okay. All right. Question number. All right. Just testing for next time. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't ready the first time Question around. Number. <laughs> Question. Uh, yeah, I guess I was, I was, yeah. Yeah. That threw me off a little bit, but uh, I'm glad we kind of picked up there again. <laughs> okay um all right question number two or number two, <laughs> number two uh okay true or false eddie agreed to allow coca-cola to use the song right now in a tv advertisement Ooh. oh you're tricky with these i know oh, it's yeah, probably know not coke <laughs> <laughs> like he, he did this i know how i'm going for it. these <laughs> you know what that's Kevin. I, I think Kevin got oh, that did first. i get it yeah. okay yeah i'm gonna say false Okay, and what you you were correct, and you know what uh, oh. what the uh, what the actual company was. If you had okay. to guess, as if I had to guess, I'd say Pepsi. You are correct. All right. Okay. All right. Kevin's on a roll. Wow. Nice. I was wow. I was All actually right. going to lose that one either way. I was about to say true. <laughs> okay, here we go. All right. Kev, Alex, you it. haven't you haven't bombed out of one of these yet, Alex. So well, it's your I, turn. I, to be fair, I knew the I knew the answer to that first one. I just was late to it, but that's okay. That's not nor here nor there. So. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, so qu- uh, question number three. Uh, the album, uh, true or false, uh, the album was created fairly quickly within a month after they came back for an extended hiatus. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Kevin's up too. Uh, the album was not created quickly. That is false. They took a year off, and then they recorded you are, this album. You are correct. Oh, boy. Okay. Alex, pick Mark. up the slack. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Undefeated here with no points. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, all right. Question number whatever we're on. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. The title for Unlawful Carnal Knowledge was the first title recommended by Sammy for the record. <laughs> <laughs> Alex. Uh, that's actually incorrect. Uh, 
sort of similar, but it was actually the vulgar derogatory right, yeah, right. term. And <laughs> later uh, on, he he was told that actually that uh, that's an acronym for for unlawful carnal laws, so that's what you should call it. Right, you are correct. Okay, wow. Okay, we're getting. Uh... <laughs> All Let's right. Turn the page. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, where I can't remember what question we're in. How many of? Okay, doesn't matter. All right. Next question. <laughs> Five. All right. Um, okay. Uh, uh, true or false? Uh, Sammy initially refused to film the video for right now. Right, Mark. Uh, I might be bombing out here, but I do know that right now is Sammy's first or second favorite song to play live, along with Dreams. So uh, if he refused to play the video, I feel like that would be false. Uh, you are incorrect. <laughs> oh, it was true. Wait, so he didn't? He didn't want the to be he, in he, it. He did not want to. Yeah, yeah, that was something that I just an article I read about. Yeah, just I don't know. If, I, I guess. There were some issues with the uh, inner turmoil with the band. Uh, he was uh, kind of butting surprise, heads surprise. with uh, uh, Eddie and the producers. And I guess this was just an extension of that as far as the theme for the video. I guess he wasn't happy with it, didn't want to film it. So, uh, okay. So, yeah, as far as that little, yeah. So, okay. So, Mark is eliminated. All right. As usual. Yeah, getting, yeah, go, seeing a pattern here. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Next question. All right. Uh, all right, this uh, true or false? The songs for the album were all recorded and completed one at a time before moving on to the next song. Uh, oh, uh, yes, this is true. They completed one song and then then they decided to move on to the second one. Okay, you are correct. Yes, that is true. Interesting. Alex is just caught up to me. Style. Okay, yeah. all right. Uh, you guys are eating up all my questions, so we're gonna go. This one should be. Uh, kind of whoever's fastest on the draw. <laughs> okay. Oh boy. All right. Okay. Get some, get some fingers uh, slipping. Okay. All right. Uh, true or false? This album was their third Billboard number one album in a row. Oh, that sounds like a tie to me. Oh. All right. Chris, Chris, what'd you hear? Uh, it actually kind of cut out, but it did kind of sound uh, uh, like it was at the same time. Uh, how do we do this? Yeah. Should we? Um, okay. How, you know, to be yeah, fair, I, mean, I don't know if I'll have if I'll want to really have a second, so I'll give it to Mark. Or no, was that me? Mark? Was All that, right. No, no. <laughs> he said it. <laughs> no, 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 it's going to me. Wait, and the answer is true. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Yeah, was it? Wasn't right wasn't that horn marks? Or no, I'm sorry, that was Kev's, right? Yeah, that's. I'm getting yeah, Mark is the, the red uh, I'm getting confused yeah. on my horn sounds here. Okay, Kev. All right, good. Give it to him. I'm going to say right, true. So Kev, it is. Kev won it. Okay, you guys were making me nervous. That was, I think, literally my last question. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's fine. Right. I'm pulling up the Wikipedia. I think, I th I think Kevin yeah. deserves to have, this is his, This is one of your favorite records, right? It is, right. yeah. yeah. Let's give it to him. Watch, he's going to pay you, he's going to okay. pay you back yeah, I was, with I was a double terminate. Okay. All right, let, yeah, let's no, run this. Got an extra buy. Yeah, that's what you think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was okay. That was uh, a lot more uh, entertaining than I was expecting. I was afraid we were, we were going to have to get into a old uh, rock, rock paper scissors uh, tournament there. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't right. get a ding 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 this time. Though. Yeah. Okay. Well, ding ding ding. Okay. Everyone we got it. Ball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just saved it. Okay. There we go. Yeah. All right. Okay. Now on to the. Uh, 
Yeah, our favorite part the of the The main show. attraction. Love it or flush it. Here we go, Alex. Take it away. Kevin, Mark, Chris, or and Alex. Okay. Well, let's start it off. We're going to start it off with Kev. We're going to be on track one, first single from the record, opening up with the famous drill sound, Pound Cake. Kevin, your thoughts? Easy love for me. I like it. <laughs> I do like the way... I actually do like... I, I do understand Mark's uh, ideas for reorganizing the album, but I do actually like the way this opens, too. Uh, it's classic for me. So, yeah, love it. Awesome. Okay, Flush what's it. moving on? Flush! What? What? Flush! Oh. What if it was reordered? If it was reordered, would it, would it still be alive? Yeah, I think so. Um, sorry to have it making its way down there, but I mean, it just, uh, I feel like it's way too weak of a song for the one slot. Maybe it should be uh, bat and forth, I think. Um, plods a little bit too, a bit too long. The drill is not impressive to me, so. No, it's not. Flush. But I just, you know, I had to throw that in there. Okay, all right, fair enough. Chris, yeah. your thoughts? Uh, no, I love the song, yeah. As much as I kind of don't like the, the power drill, I mean, I just love the main riff. I love the, yeah, the, vocal, uh, yeah, the vocals are great. Uh, it's just a great feeling rock song, uh, so I got to give yeah, it the love. Uh, I will say the same. I'll be short and sweet. Easy, easy love for me. Great chorus. Cool guitar parts. Maybe a little long, but that's okay. That's fine. All right, yeah. track two, Judgment Day, Mark's ideal opener. But we'll start with Kevin. What are your thoughts? Ooh, this is actually really kind of hard. So I'm tempted here. Usually when I'm on the fence, I just go with it. So I am going to buy Judgment Day nice. for my second buy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, it, it's, a, it's a great burner of an album. I love the sun. And shining through the clouds chorus, and it's one of the heaviest songs they've done, like Chris said. Ring me up for Judgment Day. Okay, fair enough. All right, well, let's move it on. Mark, your thoughts? Um, I think if... Uh, I feel like other people are going to buy this, and maybe I won't. Um, I feel like this album is not... You know, there isn't like that standout song to me, um, but this does stand out pretty well. It doesn't stand that high over the others, so I'll just give it a love. Uh, not so much a buy. Right. Okay, Chris? Uh, I'm going to buy this, uh, and I don't think I really need to explain. This is a song that I've loved for as long as... To get a little nerdy here, this was the song that made me fall in love with um, uh, uh, your dad's uh, Collings uh, with, the, with the P90s. I remember really? being over at your at your folks' house and plugging that into the orange, and mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, it just sounded so good, and that just <laughs> yeah, not that I didn't already love the song, but that was just one of those things I remember, yeah, just making <laughs> me love it even more. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, just it's such a great yeah, from the yeah the vocals to the guitar playing just rips again. Like I said before, it's probably one of the heaviest songs they wrote, and it yeah, and it just still still gets me. <laughs> sure. Awesome. No, I I'd agree. I don't know if I would go as far as to buy it. It's Definitely warranted. Uh, it's possible, but I think I'm going to just go with a strong love on this one. I think uh, a, a new thought I just had is um, definitely better than that version, but or that song. But I think it's sort of like the get up. Can you guys hear any similarities, or am, or am I a little too far out here? I don't know. Sure. Sort of like a like a still like a fast rager. Is it closer to Unchained. It's definitely heavy, like, got, like Unchained is. It's like a is. quadrant of heavy Van Halen. You have Get Up, Lost of Control, Judgment Day, and Unchained. 
Yeah. yeah. But Judgment Day, I feel, is like more on the melodic side, like on Chain right. has that sure. melodic side too. Sure. So. Yeah, and, I was thinking yeah, maybe more of the fast kind of speed and the, the heavy verses, sure. maybe I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is a fa- this is a faster song than uh, than Unchained, definitely. I mean, it kind of it, yeah, it's almost it's mm-hmm. pr- it's probably as close to metal as they got. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Can we get to Spain? Yes. Uh, well, <laughs> yes, we can. Yeah, let's get there. Kev, hit us with a bye, please. How good of timing was that? Oh, oh, that was not planned, folks. Oh, all right. Yep. Nothing more needs to be said. Move on. Yeah. All right. Okay. okay fine. Mars. I love it. And this is not a one-eyed possum. I like the groove. Fight me. I dig it. Yeah. Yeah. He. he not yeah, a one-eyed possum. Okay. Yeah. He, 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 yeah. He. He loves the porn groove to it. Yeah. yeah. We all know what you. Yes, what you. What I you're do into. It. I love the oh, it Fits right in. I don't know. It just. All right. The groove. That's. I, I can ignore fair. the lyrics. Yeah. All right, Chris can. Uh, no, like Chris, can, just thinking can, about Chris watching one nine hundred spank line. <laughs> that's yeah. what I do. Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah. that's what I do. Yeah, I, I, I TiVo that. Yeah, I, I, and I, I fast forward through the TV shows to get straight to the. Uh, Chris, the commercials. can we? Can, Chris, can we all safely assume that you're going to go into your room tonight with a bunch of buffalo wings and make a few phone calls tonight, or what? Where do you stand on this one? Uh, no, I, I, I gotta. Yeah, I, I start work tomorrow after two and a half months, uh, so no, no, no fun time tonight. Not tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be on the spank line tonight. Yeah, I'll be playing that too. Yeah, so they can hear I it on sl- the other. Yeah. I, I missed my alarm because I was on the spank line all night. You got to get the lights opening up. Yeah, coming in. Chris was on the spank line last night. So, yeah. Wait, who are you? Who's supposed yeah, to open up? What the what the hell, man? You're supposed to open. Yeah. 1991. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's me. Yeah, pulling into the into the parking lot and flying out of the car. Yeah, trying to no. <laughs> Yeah, one, yeah. All right. Well, where, oh, do, where, do, anyway. where do you actually stand on it? Uh, I, I'll, I, as much as, as a smile as this puts on my face, I gotta yeah, just for the novelty, I gotta flush it. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, it, it, yeah. It's uh, it's a little too goofy. I mean, like I said, I love it for like moments like this where we can goof about it. But as far as actually, yeah, taking it serious as an actual song on an album to a legendary band, yeah, I you know, yeah, it's, yeah, 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 just. I don't mind. I still like it being out there, but I don't like. I don't. I don't need to necessarily run into it every day. Sure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I'm listening to my. Uh, uh, I'm listening to this come record. Come the corner and slap me in the face. Face. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, <laughs> spank on the butt. Yeah. Alex, can can you give us a buy on this song just so we can have every single version of what you can do on this song? It's a, a love terminate flush and come on, give us a buy. You know. Honestly, I'm, have, I'm having a really hard time picking my buy, so maybe I'll just be a smartass and do it. Yeah. <laughs> Are we doing it? And, that, and that. that way I can just love everything else equally. And <laughs> Yeah, no, I, 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 can't, I can't. I do like, you know what? This easily would have been a Terminate or a Flush for me back in the day. But yeah. I got to say, I don't know where, where if my ears have matured or digressed i don't know but something <laughs> happened where i kind of like the song a little bit more now <laughs> so yeah. you should and, see the other way around and we're t- and i'm talking you know to get your guys's you know minds out of the gutter i'm talking music musically speaking alone i like this yeah. song lyrics i could take or leave yeah. you know whatever yeah, I, your I thoughts can get are on board with that but yeah. musically i kind of don't mind it there's something 
you know, swanky it, and yeah. sassy <laughs> to it. So yeah, uh, I don't know if I don't know if I'd say I love the song, but I, I I like it enough to keep it on the record. So that's where I stand. Okay, so he's giving so, it a love. Uh, I, I guess, yeah. I love. So all right, I'm not alone. All well, right. well, let's move back. Uh, not back. Let's move on to the next track. Run around, Kev. Your thoughts. Giving this a love. Yeah. Uh, I already said it was a stock is rising song since Chris played it. Um, and it's just a riff parade. And the pre-chorus is classic. Giving it a love. Awesome. Mark? Yeah, I, I'd agree with the pre-chorus stuff. Maybe saving it for me. Not my favorite track on the opener or on the opening side here. But uh, enough enough for a love. Sure. Chris? Okay. I'm going to use my second buy on this one. Yeah. yeah this is another uh, one of my top... Top 10 Van Halen songs and probably two of my yeah favorite Sammy songs here on this record. And that's why I kind of elevated it a little bit more than I normally would have um, if these songs weren't on the record. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, again, I just love I love the beginning. I love yeah the strutty verse riff. Uh, I love the, the chorus just yeah makes you just want to belt. Yeah, it's just it's all yeah, good. I, I, <laughs> I, I love yeah. how your two favorite Sammy songs uh, in between is spanked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, it's a it's a spank sandwich. Yeah, I know you got the yeah, yeah. <laughs> right there. I'll take it. I'll take it without the uh, without the. I'll just take the bread. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a great. I like that. that that's that's like a forever expression for three tracks. Where the one in the middle is like the worst one you hate, and then the two are your favorite. I'll just take the bread. Yeah, get rid of the filler. Yeah, I know. Yeah, just get a bun. Yeah, right. Sandwich. <laughs> Oh, well, well, I'll go here, and I think I'm going to follow Chris's lead here. I think this is going to be my buy, guys. Uh, this is Whoa. it's tough, uh, you know. I think I'll jump ahead. I don't care. I think it's either it either be this or right now. Uh, if if I had a second buy, I think it would be right now. So I think you know where my my thoughts are going to be on that song. But I don't know. There's something about this song that I've always really liked, and I and if anything, it's my favorite solo. On the record, I think it's an amazing solo, and I think it's mm-hmm. a good mix of kind of everything, and it's it's a strong single. So, and, and you know, and I actually I rewatched the video in passing when we were chatting here, and it's nothing special, but I'm like, oh, I kind of forgot about this video because you know when you think of this album, you yeah. think more of the pound cake video, and you think of the the right now video, and the runaround one kind of gets I don't know, at least to me, kind of gets a little lost. And like, that's actually not bad. It's it's. Uh, it's better than mine, all mine. So, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a buy here. Yeah. Oh boy. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a buy. <laughs> Sorry, Merck. Alex, your opinions. You're, you're yeah. buying your warm blanket yeah, this time. I am. Unlike I, the time when you were, you were, you had to flush your warm blanket. I am. The, the, the same air has been a little cold to him. Yeah. They need to. Yeah. So stock up on warm blankets. The cold times ahead. So. All right. Whoa. So let's 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 move on to the. Uh, the Iron Maiden Rush Prague Rocker Pleasure Dome. Kev, where do you stand? How can I not love it? <laughs> you know, it's it's funny because in the Dave era, I might have said, get the experiments off my sure. vinyl. But this is an experiment that works, probably because it's more musical than just Eddie goofing yeah. off. Because the band yeah. comes together to an experiment, and it works here. So definitely giving it a love. Awesome. Mark? Okay. Uh yeah, I mean, this track has a, uh, uh, you know, a, a stock is rising aspect for me. Um, I might have, I, I don't think I would have flushed it before, but I'm really starting to love it now. Now that we're talking, Rush and I are Maiden. 
two bands right. that I am a you know I also love, and also the fact that Kevin pointed out that across seven minutes it doesn't wear on you, and I was just thinking, yeah, it really is a good use of seven minutes for one person who does not really mm-hmm. care too much for longer songs in the Van Halen repertoire. So love for me, awesome, Chris. All right. Uh, yeah, I love it too, just because it's different. It has, again, all of these different, uh, kind of musical arts incorporating more yeah, progressive elements. And again, probably the only time you'll, uh, see, uh, a sexual undertone, uh, incorporated with an Iron Maiden or Rush, yeah, sensibility. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so eat it up everybody. Cause yeah, this is, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, uh, it. so again, for its taking uh walking a very fine line it actually kind of makes it across the uh, the bridge yeah so yeah i'd say it's great awesome yeah, giving it the love cool all right and, and I'll, I'll say the same i think it's a really cool uh experiment if that's what you want to call it it's definitely a different turn for the band i mean nothing nothing uh crazy uh different but i mean definitely you'll hear this and you're like oh they're kind of exploring a different ter- territory here and and if anything for it being on lego island alone it's getting a love <laughs> from me so i'm going to i'm going to give it a love on that one so a lot, a lot of things pointing upward for this song sure yeah absolutely so, so and we'll move on to the next song which is the uh, official theme song of the great california burger stand in and out kevin your thoughts <laughs> <laughs> uh pleasure dome may use it 6 minutes nicely in and out doesn't so pleasure drum is pointing right up i ha- unfortunately have to flush in and out i'm sorry okay keep your hand on that handle yep because as soon as that one goes down <laughs> give it right. another flush all right here we go <laughs> oh, make, make sure make sure it's gone <laughs> yeah. i'm just making sure yeah <laughs> it's a two flusher it's just, <laughs> it's just yeah it's D-list hair metal. Yeah, can, <laughs> can go and enjoy itself with all the uh, stink bugs down in my uh, septic tank, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, God. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I guess Mark's not saying anything. Just, just move no, on no. to Chris. Yeah, Mark, okay, what are your thoughts? Uh, I didn't know. My thoughts are um, it's bad. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't hate it. I'll, I'll give it a very mild uh, love, almost kind of, yeah, like a flicking... Like I'm friend zoning it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not giving it. I'm not smooching it. But <laughs> but I'm, I'm giving it a nice tap t- tap on the shoulder there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I I love the like the pre chorus. Yeah. With the with the guitar behind it. I don't know. That's. I don't know. Just it. Uh, as far as my yeah corporate rock sensibilities. Yeah. I just I I I, I like that. Yeah. So I'll I'll I'll, I'll give it a, a, a very uh, yeah, light embrace. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I'll, I'll agree. Um... I would agree with that sentiment definitely. It's uh, don't like it as much as Man on a Mission, which I stated earlier, is which I with, with which is the song I kind of pair it with. Uh, but I think just you know growing up with this song, watching it on live right here right now, it just was sort of a more important song I guess, or more important deep cut back then for me, and revisiting it later you know, years later, and I haven't watched that concert specifically in a long time. I, I still, I still dig it. So it's nothing crazy. I, I think I can understand the flushes. Um, it's not one of the strongest deep cuts at all, but it's good. I, I like it. So uh, yeah, I'll give it a look. Uh, so yeah, let's move on to the next one. Man on a mission. Kev, your thoughts. Uh, not going to be a buy. <laughs> don't, don't the lyrics bring it down just a touch after Chris talked about them in our discussion. Yeah. But yeah. I'm definitely giving this song a love. I love the riff in this song. Mm-hmm. 
Agreed. Uh, I dislike the tritone opening. I also agree with uh, Chris's comment about the lyrics uh, that I didn't really pay too much attention to before, but I love the chorus of this song. I love the groove, and if I liked Spank, if I loved Spank, then I'm going to also have to keep this <laughs> one as well. Um, yeah, unfortunately, I'm going to have to kill this one. Oh, yeah, so you can, uh, no. Oh, is, this a, is this a Terminator flush? Uh, no, we're Terminate. Yeah, no, I, I said kill it. So, yeah, flushing, oh. it's still alive out there. Yeah, so I'm terminating this. Wishes? Uh, yeah, I just, yeah. Boy. Yeah, just from the, uh, again, I, I felt Sammy, this is where he was kind of had run out of ideas as far as pushing the cheesy sex lyrics. Um, I also, again, the opener just doesn't do anything for me. Uh, and also, I just think there were better uh, kind of sex-related songs on here. Uh, not, not giving anything to spank, but uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Or not, not that it doesn't, but that, I mean, at least I flush that. I mean, at least that, that puts a smile on my face. This does not. Um, I think, I mean, if you want to talk about a good, it puts, it puts a frown on my face. Yeah. I don't need, uh, yeah, I don't need, uh, yeah, yeah, overly juvenile. I mean, I, 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 no, but I mean, I'll, yeah, I mean, no, the, I mean, I'll take my juvenile lyrics every once in a while, but here it's kind of like, all right, okay, we're kind of, we're, we're, again, we're, yeah, scraping the bottom of the chip bag for lyrics, yeah, and getting the grease and the crumbs, yeah, and that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, so we're saying, yeah, so, so I get, yeah, no lyrics yeah. falling out, exactly, and I got, now, now I gotta go wash my hands, and it's like, I gotta get it all out, I gotta clean myself up, but, uh, but yeah, I think, like, Pound Cake, I think, is a better example of that approach as far as kind of the, uh, just a better song structure, better, yeah. yeah Let me interject re- quickly, is this yeah. a take a shower song for you? uh a little bit and like i said i yeah i when we're, I mean, we're talking van halen here because you're gonna have that party sex vibe going on but i think at this point i think this is the moment where it just it's like they've run out <laughs> it's a little cringy uh, i can kind of feel yeah that. um i don't know if it was more on the sammy end because i there were i in my research for this album i did come across some things talking about the with eddie where he was i guess there was beginning the beginning of issues as far as the lyrical context it was starting to bug the rest of the band where it's like I, where they were starting to get tired of Sammy's kind of <laughs> yeah well, overly cheesy love ballads or just or just approach to lyric writing mm-hmm. um uh, we can probably dig into that more on our own time but uh, that was just I came across a couple little blurbs talking about that but yeah this is kind of where yeah, they broke the camels back yeah, as far as yeah that where it just it doesn't work yeah it just sounds like he's just writing them just for the the heck of it yeah without really kind of putting at least a little bit of, uh, of effort into it Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I, you know, based on my comments for In and Out, I, I like this one more uh, as a deep cut, so I'm going to give it a love. Uh, I, I don't know. I really like the verse. Uh, I, I guess I never okay. really focused. <laughs> I, I really like right, the verses. Like, like, like maybe I'm, not, I'm talking musically. Like, I'm talking about that sort of kind of bluesy, groovy, like, I always love that little guitar riff. I thought that was always really pleasing to my ear. And I never really found anything in the song that i didn't like i guess i never really paid much attention to the to the lyrics i guess the tight little right. bundle is kind of funny to think about now right. but again this yeah. was one where i focused right. more on the the guitar playing and the the melodies right. and and stuff like that so yeah i'll, I'll give it a look yeah I, I, and so yeah and again sometimes i mean the music helps for me i mean in yeah. most situations where i can overlook the lyrics but this is one of those times where it just kind of i don't know just taking the the song as a whole it just bugged me too much where i couldn't sure. kind of ignore certain things Okay. Anyway, terminate. Fair okay. enough. All right. Well, well, let's move on to. I think I know where this is going. Kev, bring us in with the dream. Is over. Yes, I, I will. <laughs> Ring me up. Yeah. Second bye. 
single. Would have been my would have yeah. been my only buy had I only had one. Show me the money. Definitely yeah. a second buy. How can I not buy one of my favorite Van Halen songs or my favorite Van Halen song of all time? Wow. Okay, Mark. What are your thoughts? Um, if I weren't such a dunce, I would have more than one buy because I only have one buy. This is my buy as well. I think. If you want to hear why I liked it, just go back to the track yeah. by track. Um, <laughs> and I noticed that Kevin and I have been aligned on this album since Spanked, so we'll see when that's <laughs> Double Fair. buys yeah. to start right. off. Yeah, Kev, yeah, we need to set aside a sound clip of Mark saying that he's a dunce. Yeah, I just want that by itself, <laughs> if you wouldn't mind in, the, in that. <laughs> I suppose I walked into that one. Yeah, like, I was waiting, yeah. Um, Chris, your right. thoughts? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah, this is an awesome song. Uh, as much as I don't like the chorus, I mean, just the guitar playing, yeah, uh, uh, the solo, everything is just yeah, very unique. Um, it's like it kind of is in that vein, same vein as Pleasure Dome, but it's more traditional rock, though, where you have very awesome traditional riffs uh, that are kind of like, oh, that's kind of where it makes it, you kind of take a double take. Oh, that's really cool, actually. That's yeah, that's kind of what we're looking for. So, yeah, yeah, yeah I love it. Okay, well, guys. Here it comes. Oh. I'm gonna flush this one. Oh, I know, I, I know. You knew it was coming. No, here, here. Mark, end up from the call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are, we, are we gonna see a few? There, there's, there's, there's something in the Nadolski psyche that they love. The dream is over, and I'm not knocking. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna probably say that I'm wrong on this. But just gut instinct and just from the past, it was always the song that I listened to the least and the song that I forgot about it. And honestly, so many years later, that really hasn't changed. Like, I like the verses, but I just kind of forget it's there. And sometimes I almost forget how it goes. Like, I'm going to be honest, I had to, like, pull up the chorus and be like, oh, yeah, that's how it goes. Like, (laughs) something about it is just kind of forgettable. And I think maybe if I went back after the show and listened to it with – your guys' sort of ideas, I could be like, oh, damn, I was wrong. But right now at 9.47 p.m. Central Time, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and commit to my flush. So that's where the, I'm at. The fact, the fact that you saved Spank and I know. this song. Yeah, that goes to the core. Yeah, that, that is a big... That's the sound clip for the record. Guy with the boom button letting it be heard. That's 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 when people start tuning out. We lost some subscribers on that one. (laughs) That's fine. fine. You didn't even throw out the one-eyed possum for spanked. Yeah, he he loved that with his whole soul. I I did too, but I bought uh, uh, Dream Is Over. So, so yeah, I don't know. That's where it stands. It could change. Uh, Maybe I'll you know go listen to it after this, and might be my favorite, but. Probably not. Anyway, all right. So let's move on to the instrumental track about Mr. Wolf himself, 316. Cabas. Uh, no. Back up. Where Where am I at here? Am I missing right one? Yeah. All right. Missing, all right. Don't get ahead of yourself. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like just going off memory. I'm not even looking at the track listing. Okay, true. Right. You now. were obviously like on something <laughs> because <laughs> you, you flushed the dream is over and forgot right now. So we're just going to give you a pass. Seek medical attention after the show. Yeah. Okay. That, yeah. That's. <laughs> He made, he mentioned 947. Maybe he's hitting the bottle. Yeah, yeah. yeah here's a prescription. Yeah, here's a prescription for. Uh, All right, fair yeah. enough. Right yeah. now, big, sing, big, big single. Andy John's coming in hot. What, where do we stand? Jeff? I'm giving it a love. Um, it's not one that I listened to in previous years, but now that I noticed all the little interesting bits that it has, I have appreciated it that much more. Fair. 
Okay, cool, Mark. Flush it. Whoa. All right, come on, guys. Say I, now I feel a little. Now, <laughs> now, now, a little for a flush here. Now I feel a little bit better about flushing when it's over. And right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it was a revenge flush yeah no uh, uh here's my reasons why and yeah i did not notice those things on a re-listen like i just didn't <laughs> like, i don't know i listen to it and i'm like i've heard this song too many times in my life and it just makes me think of like maybe i've heard it too many times watching blackhawks games like it's on that list of songs Uh-oh, that yeah, i just yeah. don't need to hear on no, this no, stupid piano okay. intro but you're, yeah. so yeah. yeah, yeah, it's just a flush for me. I, I love, I dig the solo, but if I could just listen to the solo, that's cool. But you have to listen to the rest of the five minutes of the song. So, no, sorry, Sammy. I love dreams. I don't like right now. Yeah. Oh, All right, Chris, where do we stand? Um, no, I, uh, I love it. I can see Mark's point. Though. I mean, because I mean, that's why I, I flushed. Uh, I, I flushed jump right. I didn't terminate it. Yeah, I think you terminated. You wish jump was never written. <laughs> you terminated jump. Yeah, that, that, that was a reluctant, uh, reluctant execution. But uh, oh, uh, but here, no, I, I like right now. I mean, it's too unique of a song on the record. Uh, probably even with the production, it's one of the more kind of stripped back. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah uh, uh, construction uh, construction wise. And again, like what Mark said, as far as yeah, the solo at the end is great. Yeah, just because it's it's clean, uh, it's got that neck uh, kind of uh, wolfy kind of sound to it. It's really, yeah, yeah, re- re- uh, always re- really like that. But uh, yeah, I'll give it a love. All right, yeah, I'm gonna give it a love as well. I think this probably would have been my second buy. Not and yes, it's one of those songs that I've heard so many times. Uh, but it, I was approaching that more as like the uh, you know encapsulating kind of everything like on the record like this is the one where there's like a sort of a unique sound with the piano so i'm like oh that's kind of cool like that's something a little new compared to the rest of the record and it's such a big hit huge anthemic chorus it'd be one where i I get why it's a hit and sign greatest hits albums and it'd be like okay if i was showing somebody van halen for the first time I, i feel like it would make a good playlist pick so that was my thoughts on a buy but uh, I think Runaround does that a little bit better for me anyway, so I'll stick with a love on it. So now we can move on to 316. Kev, what are we thinking? Sorry, Wolfgang. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. All right, all right, Mark. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I think he went a little easy on it. <laughs> Give it the T. <laughs> Give it the big T. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, so Wolfgang. Much, <laughs> so much, so much for uh, sentimentality. God, yeah. Uh, uh, a team Mike. <laughs> no, I, I, I've always yeah liked it again just because it has that kind of warm, fuzzy feeling to it, uh, and I, yeah, I, I don't have. Uh, unlike all of you guys, I have a heart. <laughs> I, I have, I have emotion. <laughs> I can be emotional. <laughs> so yes, yeah, uh, big, uh, big love for me. Okay, how about you, Alex? Yeah, for this one, yeah. uh, you know, just because it's part of the rules, got to terminate one. This is, it's, I got to do it. I'm sorry, I can't, I can't. I, you know, if I, if I could only stick with the flush, then I would have kept it for the dream is over, and I would have saved this. Yes, you heard me correctly. But you all, but yes. <laughs> yes, you heard me right. But I mean, it's it's cool. I, I I dig it, but you know, it doesn't need to be on the record, and I don't think anything else deserves to be terminated over its place. So maybe I'm taking a cheap shot. I'm picking on the little guy. 
the uh, <laughs> how, instrumental how you, track. How, how do you sleep but, at night? <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'm doing. Sorry, Wolf. You know, yeah. I, I like. I think you're a shredder, and I think you can sing. But uh, you know, I don't really care for your birthday track. So right. there it goes. Right. I will. I, I will admit, though, I, I wasn't aware that like a kind of like a rough version of it was. You said was included in their live sets before the album oh, yeah. came out. Like it, it was. In, okay. in it, yeah, Eddie would kind of introduce his like guitar okay. solo. That I did not know, but I, I still like it though. Yeah. I'm just trying to picture the look on Kevin's face as Alex potentially terminates Kevin's favorite Van Halen song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, he's I, never touching the axis again. <laughs> oh, no, you don't dare no. touch the guitar. Until you could play Dream is Over note for note. <laughs> you stay out of you stay out of my studio. Okay. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Well, let's wrap it up, guys, with Top the World, Mega Cheese, 1991. Kev, is he bringing out the grader on this one? He's got it. Oh, wait, no. Wait, no, no, I terminated one. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I terminated Spanked. Okay. So, oh, all this cheesy talk is making me want to flush Top of the World. But I I can't, you can't end, you can't end with 316, and I I don't like ending with right now, so I'm going to give it a love. I I still like it. The sun is shining on top of the world. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you. (laughs) Say no more. Mark? Uh, I put down a flush for that, Kevin. Um, I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not thinking flush for this, but like. that comment. Yeah, yeah. Like a flush does not end it on 316. A flush just expresses your opinion of the song. Um, no, I got I gotta love it because there are parts of that that are. I mean, I just love the Hey Babies. That's I know it's super yeah. cheesy. Yeah. Um, but it's it's uh, it's maybe too saccharine for me. Um, and look, I'm I'm just doing that in the context of Van Halen. I love way more wussier music than this. So. <laughs> Like, don't get me wrong. When we get there, we'll hear some of my real wuss tracks. But, uh, yeah, this is a love. Okay. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same here. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's just, it's another kind of warm and fuzzy song, uh, for my limited space. I'm warm and fuzzy. Uh, yeah, I love it. Yeah. Just the chorus. Yeah. The, um, just the fun production. Uh, it's a very uplifting song. Yeah. Like Kevin said, it's the top of the world. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. It's a wet. Yeah. It's a it's a corporate blanket. It's a cor. Yeah, it's it's a warm blanket. It's a wet blanket. Yeah, it's like the, it's like the blanket you get on the uh, when you go on a plane. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah. It, not, wait, wait, yeah, wait. Yeah. Where's the flush button? Yeah. What? <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's got it. It does its purpose well, but uh, yeah, or it serves its purpose well. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. All right. Awesome. Well, I will also back that up with a love. I have realized more of its cheese over the years but it's not enough to flush it super fun uh riff to play and guitar not super hard and i think that's why it's cool because it's one of those ones where you can just kind of play and feels good playing it so i uh, i put a little something in the chat uh probably as no surprise to anyone but a nice live version from the 95 balance tour in toronto at the molson <laughs> amphitheater thank you very much <laughs> you go ahead and queue up uh 214 for me uh it's basically just playing the solo but how good does his tone and the solo into the chorus sound here kevin do you have the chat i actually you didn't put it in the chat i still have chief steve chapman yeah that's what i have too yes it was you it was a little hour ago you're you're flopping all over the place with this dream and the dream is over and come on (laughs) now i I I gotta go to bed 
It was it was a technical there was a technical malfunction. Okay. It's sending two fifteen, I got it. Two fourteen, just the tone and a lot of wow. Love those double bass fills. And the choke string. Okay, moving on to 30 seconds. I don't know if that came into the mic. Oh, huge. (laughs) (laughs) And that's love it and flush it. Love it or flush it. Here we go. Another one down. Um, Going into the 30 seconds here. Um, thanks for bringing that solo section up because, you know, as as cheesy as it is, is maybe, I don't know if it represents the album as much, but I'll start off my submission with that same section of uh, the uh, the song, uh, the solo into that uh, kind of little breakdown or repeat um, as the top 30 seconds for for the album, for the for our opener. What do you guys think? Anybody want to submit anything? Uh, I don't know. I love, uh, I don't know, just the... Uh, the, uh, like the pre-chorus into the chorus and uh, run around. I don't know. It's just so big sounding and still rocks. You have a time uh, index? Um, not specifically. I don't know. Kev, can you? Uh, uh, can oh, you? Let me see here. Uh, not there specific. Yeah, the. That's that's warm blanket Sammy right there. Yeah, Yeah. I think it represents the best of kind of the stripped back uh, kind of uh, rock and Van Halen with like that kind of modern kind of production feel to it. I don't know. I think they balanced it really well here. Yeah. And I think it kind of as far as rock an album that's more rock than anything else they've done with Sammy. I think that kind of represents the best of all those elements without going too far in either direction. This is this is really difficult because I see yeah. Mark's point and I see Chris's point. I was thinking the solo of right now, but you know what? I like these two better, and I find it very difficult to choose between these two. You can't find something in your favorite Van Halen song of all time? <laughs> no, because I know it's not. No, I would say the solo section for The Dream is Over, which I played during the track by track, but it's not going to matter because it's it's the undisputed king anyway. So it doesn't. <laughs> wow. Okay, I guess I'll. St- uh, well, yeah. Alex, you got any uh, um, calls out to the album? That's, that's really tough. I mean, I would have to. Man, it's out of those three songs. And sorry, no, I'm not talking about the. Uh, <laughs> I, either top of the world right now or run around. You know, I think I might go with run around. I think I'm going to back up Chris here. I think I could back up Chris too. Agreed. Yeah, I think that was a quick call. <laughs> I mean, it, it just the, the, something about his um, the range that he's sitting in vocally yeah. there is just pure. Oh, it is, and everything like the instrumentation, the uh, the vocals, everything just comes together uh, 
and I think is a good representation um, as far as where they were trying to go with this record, trying to get, trying to split away from the uh, kind of the the poppy like electronica '80s uh, that you or or vibe that you got on the first two Sammy records. And here it's just yeah, it's got the rock Van Halen, it's got the Sammy vocal, which I think is one of the better examples on the record of of, of just his singing. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, with uh, yeah, just with that. Yeah, production that they had on there that kind of early 90s because again yeah you can say kind of see this is where yeah they yeah where they start to shift to even like a new uh um production style that'll kind of that you'll see even more unbalanced later on mm-hmm. but i think it was just uh, as far as just blending it together i think it all came together on yeah, in that song especially mm-hmm. mid yeah okay so uh we got that down quick um anybody's opinions changed i mean i was kind of the laggard on this um with my rating um you know maybe i'd bump it up 0.5 not try to go uh much higher than seven because i still think the strong uh points on this album are um you know maybe not that consistent or maybe some of the things that i appreciate like pleasure dome you know it's kind of a nice uh you know let me sit down and listen to it type of enjoyment but not something that i'm just gonna like i'm not gonna be digging up pleasure dome and playing it uh you know it's not gonna enter my mind anytime soon after we close out this uh podcast but uh, I'd say go, I'd go up 0.5 on this, maybe uh, rounded us out to a 7. Anybody else have any changes? No, I, I kind of feel like I'm sort of at the same as where I'm at. And and I vividly remember after the OE812 episode, I don't know what it was about that discussion, but like just talking about it and like kind of hearing the clips and stuff, I'm like, I love this album way more. Like I was genu- genuinely excited to pop that record on. And I listened to that record for like another three days after that episode. I don't know what it was, but <laughs> that one jumped up way for me. And then this one, it's just kind of like, yeah, it just kind of feels the same. So. Yeah, no. I, I agree. I, I still sticking at my eight. Um, I, the discussion did help me. I think appreciate pleasure dome dome even more and Kate in and out even more. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, um, these other songs, I think I'm pretty much the same on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I'm probably gonna stick with my yeah with my seven. Yeah, it's uh, uh, again, it's I think it, it deserves a lot more credit than I think people give it because yeah, I was reading the uh, the Rolling Stone interview uh, when it first came out, and I know a lot of people are complaining that it just it sounded tired and yeah, just like okay that they're yeah uh, not even really resting on their laurels. Yeah, they're just kind of yeah. Just, almost taking like a lazy approach to it. Uh, but I didn't see that. I don't know. Maybe that's just, I mean, when you talk about critics though, I mean, they have a much different perspective yeah, than the fans. Uh, and I think, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's, I think it deserves more love than, uh, yeah, than, uh, than what it's gotten in the past. Uh, yeah. A lot of great songs, a lot of big hits here. I don't know what, uh, uh, and again, it is a little bit more of a rocking record, even with the heightened production. Uh, it's still, yeah, there's still moments on here that crush. I mean, like judgment day, all these other like, okay. I don't think mm-hmm. you can really. Com- I don't think you can really, if you're uh, complaining about the record. I don't think you can really fault him for that. I mean, that's kind of almost that's even more of a return to form than yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you guys did help me kind of clarify what I don't like about this album is, is trying to when they when they try to redo the Dave era, they just lack Dave's cool and charisma. Yeah. As uh, uh, he might say. So I mean, there's a um, 
you know, it, it just isn't there for as professional as Sammy is. Write songs that that appeal to that strength and, you know, clean up those lyrics a little bit. Because yeah. We're a bit, <laughs> get a bit danger, danger ish with uh, some of this and right. it's, uh, unbecoming of, uh, you know, right. a mature Van Halen at this yeah. point. Apparently, yeah, apparently um, that, yeah uh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I would just mention how, um, you know, it, it's kind of interesting to think about. Why? I mean, right now, and I, I don't know if, uh, you know, how that compares in terms of actual units sold, but it seems like if, you know, if, if I were to go to the Spotify um, uh, our listing for Van Halen and see the top five songs, I mean, you're going to see Jump and you're going to see Eruption. I feel like right now it's got to be on that top five. Like it's yeah. that top five Van Halen songs on Spotify. We've been wasting our time, people. We should have covered two albums. Jump, Panama. Running with the Devil, Hot for Teacher, Ain't Talking About Love. Clearly, we should have just covered the debut, 1984, and quit. Slap <laughs> in the face to Sammy there. And I Someone working. show him that pays my screenshot back to him. Okay. <laughs> just no just context. Just, just <laughs> send him a screenshot of the top five yeah. songs, and he's nowhere to be found. Yeah. Yeah. Don't see yeah, your you, voice here. Yeah, did you see uh, that, that link I sent you from that uh, Joe Rogan interview with uh, Dave? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was yeah. funny. Where he's like comparing his style with uh, Sammy's. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, Sammy who writes love songs. And he's like, ain't t- me, ain't talking about love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, and I'll defend Sammy with my point on opening this album is that yeah. they really didn't have that many, and it wasn't any more than the previous record where they had Dave. And you know, Dave's solo output is, you know, in my opinion, inferior to Sammy's solo output. So, I disagree, but that's me. Dave's mm. solo output, fantastic. There's some good stuff there, yeah. yeah I'm not saying it's, it's 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 not bad, but I'm just saying like, ugh. I mean, there's nothing that Dave ever had that was as big as I can't drive 55 or um, only one way to rock. Okay, okay, that's true. That's I mean, nothing. It's even close, really. There's some there's some total clunkers on Sammy solo albums though. Yeah, it was the some 70s. Total. No, you know, in the 80s you know, ones. Yeah, Mark, you know, it's funny. I got to mention, I meant to text you when you called, uh, talk to my dad uh, the other day before you ordered the uh, the parts. When you were talking to him, what, uh, did you know what you know what was playing on the TV? Was what was it? What was, was no, it a one hundred <laughs> commercial? No, what was yeah, what was the big song from uh, Skyscraper? Uh, Paradise. It yeah. was the yeah, OK. Yeah, I, th- I don't know what, why that made me laugh. Yeah, the, uh, on that day, I'm like. <laughs> Incredible. So you could, we couldn't, couldn't have made contact over at a better time. Yeah, your dad <laughs> yeah, got David. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the shot. Yeah, with yeah, with uh, yeah, uh, Dave on the uh, on the side of the mountain. Yeah, just swinging around. <laughs> Which he was very angry, I believe, at that shoot. But oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, because they were making him do that. But anyway, um, yeah, let's wrap it up here. Okay. Uh, if you've still stuck around through all of the blab, <laughs> hey, you know what? Most podcasts put all of the blab at the beginning of the show. We put it at the end for the true fans. <laughs> <laughs> Can't talk us down for that. Please, no one stars. That way we think the blab is good. So we're starting the begging. Yes, yeah. There's no begging here. As I say, should I say we'll never take money for this show? <laughs> Those last words. I know. Uh, and please bleep out the kiss references. Yeah. yeah next album, final album of the Van Hagar era. Maybe even the final Van Halen album, depending on your opinion of the band um, and their history. But we cover the whole thing. We cover the entire discography. And uh, we'll see you next time with uh, 